think he was like fooling around on his own. It has nothing to do with us. No, it was all about us. It always is. Three, it always two, is about you guys. Three, two, one. one. Toy boat. <laughs> By the way, I'm so you have no idea how happy I am to talk to you guys. All the dogs in the neighborhood are like, well, what? This it's, was a week, dude. Oh, I'm telling you, we were well, been. I mean, we've been. We haven't really even all been on the forum. No, we're kind of missing each other on Twitter and shit. It's yeah. just it, it's been a dry fucking yeah. week. It really yes. has been. It's true. We need this. We're having a better week than Tony Moore, but that's about you, it. You, oh man, the, you I mad? <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, <laughs> you can't get the virginity back. Three, two, He's created one. everything, dude. He's a grand creator. Yeah, it's like freaking Stan. Stan's like, wait a minute. Walking Dead so, is mine. So Kirkman and Kirkman is Kirby. And, <laughs> you know, you know, there, Stan may have, I mean, in, in, in weirdo, wacky Stan Leeville, he may have some kind of basis for saying the zombie thing was his idea because i mean i know there were zombies before but what about that bill everett stan lee story that led into the simon garth tomb of or uh oh yeah, yeah. T- tales of the zombie remember way back he, that stan wrote that dude speaking of how you can't go back back again did you did you read infernal man thing number one i don't want to talk about it i knew it three See, I was two like... i'm not talking about it. three two one <laughs> E eleven o'clock comics episode two hundred and twenty-five in the house. That's like a country version of the Dap Chick. I know. I you know what? I can't even put the echo on that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Alright, you wanna just do a <laughs> Jason just did the echo. Just you wanna do a real quick one so I can echo it now oh, and okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> I found I, I had uh, they played the episode again tonight, so I just I I, the, um, I grabbed the and I it was the episode it was the season premiere where um, Flame Princess slapped mm-hmm. him in and just starts walking away and yeah. you have and, and you have the bird flying away and it's like is that bird smoking? He's like hey don't you judge me that bird I I, I, I copied that and that's not my ringtone. Nice. Did you know that the, um, Dude, my, 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 my three-year-old's world record? Hey, girl. I'm halfway there. Renee says it when Cameron calls. I'm just trying to get Cameron to say it from which I I love that. Yep. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> How much money is Pendleton Ward worth now? Dude, I, I don't know. Do you think he's worth Because... Well, no, yeah, there's toys and stuff of it now, so yeah. Well, well right. let's just let. Yeah, but they're not very good. Let's just say, know. okay, maybe he's doing very well with uh, Adventure Time. If this Bravest um, Warriors mm-hmm. hits, I mean, he, I'm sure he negotiated a much better contract with this second property now that he's like Pendleton Ward. You know I was what I mean? thinking about that. Like, I know your kids, or at least he was a big fan of the Ben Ten. My kids really kind of got over it. They're not really into it anymore. But, like, I see they got yet another season coming out, and I'm oh, yeah. thinking to myself, like, how much effing money must those four dudes make? I know. Right? I mean, yeah. you, you think it's fair to say that in from Ben 10, they've probably made more money than they'll ever make in comics? Oh, like, hell yeah. Like, yeah. in the sum total of their careers? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so, too, right? Did you... It's, the concept's kind of cool, though. There is... 
uh, both a teenage version of Ben and uh, an adolescent version right, of Ben. Right, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so smart because they can cover all the bases. They got yeah, the little kids. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. I'm I writing this no down. Adventure when, Time Ben friggin' 10. When, um, I don't know when the Legit. hell. I, it was in between episodes of, I don't know if it was regular show and then leading into Adventure Time, but I saw the, the commercial where all these crazy looking aliens are at like the grocery store or, or at the bar or where, I don't know where the hell they were. And, and the chicken is there and there. And all, at the very end, you see, you see Ben and, and it's like, and it's like, oh, you know, the, the, Ben 10 Omniverse, and I'm like, that was freaking wild. I might watch that. Yeah. I buy, I, I don't buy them all, but I still buy the occasional Ben 10 vinyl because the designs are so freaking Kirby, it's not even funny. Right. I bought, I bought this little rock guy. Uh, you know, he's basically just a, a head with arms attached to the, the head and like these stubby legs, but it, it just screams Kirby. I'm like, I gotta have this. It's a vinyl. Mm-hmm. It's kaiju. Kaiju. All right. Hey, everybody. Look at this. Hey. Yeah, nice little segue. It's 11 o'clock comics, and I am what, Vince B? You is. I am David A. Price. You is, and coming at you like a nightmare, I'm Professor Garbanzo. (laughs) You are not Professor Garbanzo. And if you don't, haven't noticed already, Mr. Neesman is not with us this week. He's on assignment. He's working his way back to you but it's he, he's coming yeah he's not okay, in he's hanging he'll out under stinkle he's under stinkle he, he'll be here next week uh but no you're not professor garbanzo you're jason wooed everybody and this episode of 11 o'clock comics has been sponsored by discount comic book service dcbservice.com where you mr and mrs comic book aficionado can get huge discounts on your favorite funny books and collectibles forget about cover prices they mean nothing to you check this out the adventures of superman by gil kane hardcover special discount for you the dcbs customer regular price is 39.99 you can get it for 19 dollars and 99 cents that's 50 percent off gil kane Drawing the last son of Krypton. Are you serious? It's like three hundred and some pages. It's a huge hardcover. What? Twenty dollars. David, are you still with us, my brother? I'm I'm here. I know, you're all misty. You can get the first issue of uh Rich Johnson's Bleeding Cool magazine. Oh wow, I can't wait. No, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. The cover story's on Alan Moore. I gotta have this, right? Here's the thing though, I don't quite get. In wow. today's day and age, how does a website that's already popular decided to make a print magazine like it's like but that's the thing it's like amazon opening up like a like a antique bookstore in new york it's like mm, i think because of his popularity and because of the fact he gets people to fess up with the the information he's probably reserving some of said information for the magazine you can only get it in the magazine right i don't know his his comic books they just put out were not exactly uh Breakthrough sellers. Yeah, I I thought some of them were okay, but anyway, th- this uh, bleeding cool number one is uh, cover price four ninety nine for a hundred and some pages. Well, you can get it for half that for two dollars and forty nine cents. Let's see what else we got here. We have uh, see, I didn't get the the email again. We got uh, Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, season nine, free fall number six. Some kind of George Janty variant cover with a special discount. You get it for 70 cents. What's up with that? Damn. They must want you to try Buffy, huh? And 
It's that time of year again, the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund Liberty Annual for 2012. This is the fifth one they've done so far. It has, uh, let's see, there's a Ba cover, right? There's a Dodson cover. And you can get either one of them, cover price $4.99, not what you're going to get them for, $2.74. That's 45% off. Bitches, do it. And if you're a first-time discount comic book service customer, David, tell them what happens. If you put in EOC8. Yes, if you put in EOC8 into the slot, you'll get an extra 8% off your already massively discounted order. Why haven't you? Stop what you're doing and go there right now if you've never been there because they're the best. DCBService.com. Bingo. 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 Boom. Right. Nice. I got thank you. I got, yeah, you go ahead. I got to thank you too, but you go ahead. I got a real quick one. I, I, because I completely, I don't, I may have already started drinking early that night. Mm-hmm. Oh no. So if, if, um, I apologize because Glenn, G to the, on Twitter, um, heard me talking about. I, I think we were. I was talking about how I can't find Rolos or, or the, the big bag. Motherfucker sent me a bag. It didn't mean I sent me a couple of classic sized bags of Rolos. Damn, I got you gotta be, in, yeah. in you my, gotta be a pig mouth when you're when you're thanking people though. <laughs> how they gonna end up stop me then? I mean, it's it's. it's but, well, he, he sent me he sent me bags of Rolos and I and good and plenty and I, I I appreciate it and and and. Um, so good that, and that, are awesome. Good, I love good and plenties. I can't have. I, I can like down a box and I regret it, but it's 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 good I, stuff. Do you know the song? Well, I know the the, the, good, the good and plenty the good and plenty song with Charlie. Charlie song, yeah, yeah. Charlie says, yeah. "My good and yeah. plenty." I love my good and plenty. Charlie says, "Really, really rings, rings a bell." A bell. Yeah. Charlie says, "Love my good and plenty." Don't know any other candy that I love so well. So awesome. I love it. Love it. How about that? It's the musical episode. Speaking of loving it, what y'all drinking? Wait, I, 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 oh, you're not done your thank you? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Damn, dude. We're sloppy. Just, Chris is going to say you're very sloppy without me. Oh, anyways, <laughs> more. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> love you, buddy. Um, I have to thank, uh, Giselle, the, uh, the wonderful Wouldn't artist you? of, no, of, of Menage a Three. <gasps> Get oh, out. What? The, uh, the fourth volume. Of uh, collecting the web strip has been released, and uh, and she sent me a copy. And what? Jeez. See, yeah, that ain't right. Get that. Somebody <laughs> sends you stuff. Giselle sends you stuff. Oh, 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 oh. First of all, motherfucker, I know what you're about to think. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I, 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 look at this. I'm out in the cold this week. Well, before I do my thank you, what y'all drinking? Oh. Same as last week. I'm drinking that extra gold stuff from from Coors. That banquet beer. Uh, the banquet beer. Yeah. All right, that's good. I still got half the case, so you're gonna be little CEG. I love it. I'm trying a new wine. Uh, I tasted it as I walked into the Westchester Wine Warehouse last mm-hmm. week, and figured I'd buy a bottle. It is Honoro Vera, and it is from uh, Spain. Well, there you go. And it's how's a, the mouth feel? It's it, it, it's smooth. I I like it. it. It just it goes down nice. It 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 works. It <laughs> cool. Uh, I am drinking um, a little line in Kugels, which is uh, you know it's a it's a I think it's like a summer beer. I mean I don't know if it's officially a summer, but I like to drink it in the summer. Uh, it's uh, it's like infused with lemon, so it's uh, it's 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 
got a little citrusy taste to it. Huh. So uh, it's pretty good, man. I, I really it goes down easy. It goes down easy. Well, lining kugels. So, yeah, so. Talking about my wife. So listen. So we we are fortunate people. We are for lots of reasons, but yeah, uh, you know, I've had more than a f- one or two friends in the podcasting game joke about how we, between the four of us, we always have some number of thank yous, and it's usually because friends or listeners who are our friends too, uh, or artists like with David just now, you know, they 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 send us things and uh, they're gifts, and and it's like usually flattering and unbelievable and. Uh, and we're way too fortunate in that regard. So, uh, t- this week's thank you may take the cake, though. Yeah. <laughs> this may sort of... And, and apologies to anyone else that's ever sent me something that's sitting there going like, what the... Because when I yeah. say what I got, I think they'll agree. Yeah. What did so, I? What an acronym did I tweet you when you told me what you got? Uh, GTFO. Oh, that's yeah. That's exactly, exactly what I was yep. thinking. Oh. So, I get a private message... Uh, actually, um, more than a month ago, um, from uh, a fellow, a fellow Jason of the world, Jason of the world unite, Jason uh, Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. I don't even know if I'm saying his last name right. I hope I am. Uh, a listener of ours, a member of the forum, goes by the name of Tough Ghost on the forums, T-U-F-F Ghost, and uh, he mentions to me that he has something that, uh, upon receiving it, had a minor. Uh, ding on it, and he actually in his PM sends me a picture of the ding, and it's a uh, I'd say it's maybe a half of an inch crease in the corner of the of the item. But he explains that he had ordered this item, and it came with this crease, and he contacted the publisher, and the publisher sent him another copy of this item, and didn't ask for the original back. Oh. Mm. And he sends you sound it like me. Rod Serling right now. I'm getting and a Rod right, Serling you know. vibe. Yeah. And, and he says, hey, Mr. Wood, love hey. the show. I, I know you're a huge fan of this person's whose work this is, and I want to send it to you. And I was like, dude, you're out of your, you know, gourd. Like, sell it. You know, like, you got an extra copy. Sell it. You know, make that money. And for like two weeks, he was like, no, seriously, listen, I, I don't want to sell it. It's it's you know it's taken up space. I have another one that's pristine that they sent me for free. I want to send it to you. I insist. So uh, I I acquiesced and he he in fact sent it to me and I received it this past week. So Mister Tough Ghost, Mister Jason Noons from Edmonton, sent me a copy of IDW's Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor Artist Edition. <laughs> Up. It really is. literally got I'm like a so half crease in the corner, which to me I wouldn't have even noticed if you hadn't shown me. So it's sitting here before me. It is my first artist edition. It's certainly the one of them that have come out that I would have most wanted. It's astoundingly beautiful, and I don't even have the words to thank him. That's true. Uh, other than yeah. to say thank you, and that I owe him something big. I, I I'm going to try and talk to him. I'm. That you know, I, I'm hoping to work something out. Maybe, maybe get an artist to do a sketch at a con and for him, or so, I don't know something that can offset this because, you know, um, <laughs> I, I, you always put yourself in the other person's shoes, and I think I don't know that I would have ever thought to send someone, particularly someone I know personally, an artist edition. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had the privilege of meeting him yet. Uh, I hope to at some point to even just to shake his hand. But uh, that's not an easy ship. It's no, no. <laughs> that's the thing. He sent it from. From Edmonton, I mean, it came. You know, he had to send it. That's Canada, know. right? 
Yeah, I mean, oh, geez, Canadian? I just looked. I mean, it cost him $30 to send. So, I mean, it's just, it's a gesture that defies, yeah. I, I don't even, yeah. you know, the, it's so nice of you, Jason, and I, I, I appreciate it immensely, and uh, I have looked through this longingly, um, and, and it's sometime soon after I've had a chance to read the whole thing, reread it, I'll, I'll talk about it, but it's, uh, thank you so much. It's it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. So, yeah. now that everyone have, listening is jealous, we can move on. I don't have the Wally Wood one in case anybody wants to. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, I got, I have a thank you. Did, Vince, you just did said you, you came up dry this week. No, but I want to thank myself. Wait. Oh. Before you, did did you order the the Cubert Tarzan artist edition? I did, but I I struck it from my order because my oh. order was way too much that month. Oh, so awesome. I took it off. You know what? I'm I'm I, I again the 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 artist editions are a luxury that I really can't justify, especially listen, when I wait, when I have wait. listen I have all the original issues of that Cubert Tarzan. Mm-hmm. I have I have the uh, Dark Horse. Um, reprints, the hardcover Dark Horse reprints, the, the three volume Joe Kubert, the Tarzan years. I have those. Do I really need another? Yes and no. You know, I, I, I do need it, but I can't justify spending $300 on comic books for the month. You know, I, I don't know. Well, but, I'm kind of with you in the same, like a couple of the artist editions I've put in like my prelim when I first get the Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. And then I'm always like pulling them out because uh, I'm just like, man, it's, yeah. It just bumps that order up to a price, you know. For me, I'm, I'm, I mean, my my typical order is typically around three hundred bucks. So, like, it's you know, it bumps up to over four or four fifty, and it's like, phew, you know, the wife she'll start being like, "What?" <laughs> now we all have our level, right? We each have like it's like whatever your level is, and it's like the artist editions. No matter what your level is, chances are the artist edition is going to put you over it, you know. But the, I gotta say, they do get it in terms of the portfolios. Oh, they, dude, well, that's I, the I, thing. They, I mean, they've priced those. That is the the exact sweet spot for those portfolios. Thirty oh, bucks oh, is perfect. Yeah. yeah, for the. But let the, me tell you now that I've because I know David and Chris spoke longingly about the uh, Mazzucchelli the other week. But now that I have this one and I'm looking at it, and you guys know what a, a nut I am for original art in the first place. Yeah. It's definitely created the itch now because now I see like how impressive the packaging is, and I'm like, oh. So now I probably will be getting some more because this is just. I mean, it, it's the yeah. art. Like you could really like you could cut this art out of here. Not that I would ever deface the book, but and get it framed and like you could yeah. fool most people into thinking. Well, on the back it. on the backs of the the uh, Neil Adams and Bernie Wrightson portfolios that they just released on the back, they have printed this is not a piece of original art. It's printed on the back uh, of the see, art. This yeah, this doesn't have that because it's it's you know page by page. So yeah, oh, but, it's um, so here I want to thank myself this okay. time. I have brought up the fact that I. Uh, frequented the creation conventions way back in the day oh, at, yes. at at what Hotel was at was the Penta Hotel, which later mm-hmm. became is what is it now the Hotel Pennsylvania? Yeah, Living okay. So so get this, get it. Nineteen eighty seven, November twenty eighth, and I really? think twenty seventh, twenty seventh and twenty eighth, or twenty eighth and twenty ninth, whatever the date is. Uh, this just says November 28th, Saturday, November 28th, which means it also took place on the Friday and the, the, the Sunday. I brought a micro cassette recorder with me and I taped one of the panels and I found the damn tape after yeah. do, do, do the, do the math. 1987, this was recorded. I've been looking for this since then mm-hmm. and I found it in a box after we moved. Side A. A panel with Dave Cockrum, 
Walt Simonson, Bob Layton, Bob Wycheck, Mike Zeck, Doug Murray on New Directions in Comic Book Storytelling. Okay, nice. now that that may, there's a chance because it was a panel at a at a comic book show. There's mm-hmm. a chance that that is already available somewhere in in digital form on the interwebs, right? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you this B-side you will not hear anywhere else. The B-side is called Eavesdropping on John Byrne and Walt Simonson Talking in the Dealer's Room. Nice. I haven't heard this in 20-some years. What I'm going to do is I'm going to digitize this and put it up on the feed so you can download this stuff. I don't know if I'm going to attach it to one of our regular episodes. I may just do like a an extra added thing because if you want it, get it. If not, you know, you don't have to download it. Let's make it like that. But who's not going to want to download this, right? So, uh, and I, what I also found, and, and I was looking for these as well, back in the 80s, there used to be a comic, it's actually, actually a precursor to comic book podcasts. It was a an audio show about comics called Comicast, C-O-M-I-C-A-S-T. And what the producers would do, they distributed them on cassette tape. And I found four of them. Along with this. So I'm going to digitize those too, but I got to do a little bit of checking first because in case somebody owns that shit. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. nobody owns this but me. This. So you will hear it first here. Sweet. 11 o'clock comics. Oh, nice. How about that? We all been there. You got so giddy when I found this. I was like, holy shit. And not only did I find the micro cassette, I I also dubbed it to a regular uh, cassette tape. So I have two versions of it in case something happened. That was thinking. Oh, nice. Yeah. Respect it. There we go. So let's get this show rolling. Yeah, let's do it up. Who what wants to go first? Read? David. Uh, all right. David. Well, speaking of what? what? No, I was going to say, I was just about to say, it seem like you're, uh, like you're put out by the idea that you have to talk about comics. You're <laughs> like, <gasps> no, it's not. It's just going first. Um since you were talking about the 80s, uh, something I just finished today, actually, because um, I've been going through, well, like I said a couple weeks ago, with, with, with uh, it's just been sitting there, like like finally reading Justice, for example. So everybody good? You got your beverage? You enjoying it? New Universe Justice? Oh, no. No, <laughs> no the, uh, the, the Alex Ross thing from, from a bunch of Last ago. week when he talked about yeah, it. I, yeah, I'm just teasing him. Um, Come on, man. Jeff Fisher would. Why, why wouldn't I talk about the New Universe Justice? Not the Bruce Willis Justice from New Universal, but the... the I, you know what? Just as, as a tiny tangent, very quickly, I think the New Universe books that, la- that were canceled the quickest were the better ones. Like, Night Mask was gone in, what, 12 issues? Yeah, but... And that was so good. No, it was Dreamscape, dude. It wasn't so good. I like Night's, Night Mask. And Dreamscape's a good movie. I know, so I'd rather watch Dreams <laughs> than read Night Mask. And, All right, and, take it away. I'm sorry. About, about Kicker's Inc. Or you had a, you had Merc with Gray Morrow artwork. Merc was great, but it didn't last that long, Merc right? Merc, no, no. There, there were out of the eight of them, there were they they called half of them rather quickly. Yeah. Um, so this friggin', friggin this, Sci Force lasted what 150 issues? It feels <laughs> like, you know it. Feels like it. I have that set somewhere. It's hot. <laughs> Started off with tech, so it's hot, dude. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. The um, this came out a couple of years ago, but it's a story set in the 80s. Actually, it's set in 1985. 
this was published by Marvel, written by Mark Miller, art by Tommy Lee Edwards. This is called 1985. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dude, I, I talked about this a long time ago when it came out. Yes. Yeah. We, I, we, I, I finally finished it. Nice. I mean, I, I read through it quickly over the weekend, but it, it's, it's, um, it was something else that was just that, that I'm, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm finding that I'm dark victory and long Halloween are, are on tap to be ready. <laughs> you are going back to the vault, man. I am, dude, I got, <laughs> and I'll, 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 I think with the exception of a few current modern day titles, mm-hmm. um, there really isn't a lot from the big two that is, that is currently being published. That's grabbing me. So I'm either just rereading things from years ago, like the crew, like, like just wow. older books, or I am, um, or I'm finally reading things that I've purchased over the years and just haven't gotten around to reading. And, you know, mm-hmm. it goes back to the whole topic mm-hmm. of Shine and, and how that even started. So, um, I, like I said, I, I have to read things and I have to start Purging my collection from things that that I'm probably not going to be rereading. So uh, let me read them so I can say I read them and pass them on to uh, to someone more deserving. So the um, this I now I can add this to um, I guess I can say now I like two or three things that Mark Miller has written. Oh, nice. Dude, I was so worried as you, as you said you started reading this because when I described it back in, uh, it's probably been a year or two, right, since I talked about it, but you were sort of like, oh, okay, maybe I'll get to that someday. And I was thinking like, oh, this could be, so when you said you, re- you read it finally, I was like, oh, he is he going to rip it? No, I, I am I am not going to rip it. I I, um, I was, I, the things that I couldn't pick about really aren't, um, they're not Miller specific. They're not. It, it's not. No, I'm saying it's. It's not like 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 kick ass. I mean, I could just say that. Oh, that is just Miller trying to top wanted or whatever else he's done. And it's just I. It's it's Miller being Miller. This 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 is. This doesn't have that. That to me that 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 heavy Miller. Because on. because this story has a heart. 1985 has a heart, whereas yeah, the other stuff right. is just—it's—it's right. it's, it's, it's exploitation. It's done, done primarily for shock value. You'll never guess what Aunt May did when she was a teenager. So it's mm. there. There's um. Now I really, I think what also, <laughs> I, I think what also um pleases me about this is is it is illustrated by Tom Lee Edwards and and. Yeah, and yeah. We got a, a props to John Workman for for doing the letters, but, um, but initially wasn't it going to be illustrated by someone else? Because I, I remember they 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 uh, sent around these promo images of the Hulk, and it, it was like almost photorealistic. Remember those images that they sent for 1985? And then all of a sudden, oh no no no, it's Tommy Lee Edwards is going to be on it. I swear to God, I rem- I'm not misremembering this. Uh, well, the, the, the I think the, it was the, supposed to be Fumetti. Yes, and yeah, it was and it was it, it, it was it, they, it was yeah, very photorealistic, and then they just they they switch gears and all, and then they the thing was announced with Tommy Lee Edwards. I was like, oh, thank thank goodness, because we can read it now. Yeah, it, I, it, 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 it was actually supposed to be a Fumetti sequel to Secret War, actually. 
and oh. it, it evolved many times over into what it became. The uh, wait, the Bendis Delato Secret War mm-hmm. or Secret Wars from the eighties. Of the Bendis Delato. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, the I have the issue, so it bums me out that even though um, it's a beautiful looking cover of the first issue by by Jason's boy Jim Chung. Yes. Five are all done by Tommy Lee Edwards, and it's just like, oh, I could have had like a complete set, but I have this this Jim Chung cover on the first one, and it's, but the um, Dude, that's like bitching that. Instead of I'm having, saying, I know. Instead of instead like, of having, you know, uh, a Rolls Royce for every day of the week, they right. come out of Bentley. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I'm saying these are just a little. I, I can't. I, I take the Tommy Lee Edwards. <laughs> I, dude, you wash your mouth. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> come but, on now. It's original art by Jim Chung. Now, we dude, I Tommy, Tommy Lee Edwards, Lee, but, but no. I, I would, I would step on Tommy Lee's throat to hang out with Jim Chung for a few minutes. You're so young. You're so young. Yeah, yo. Sorry, we we talked to Tommy Lee Edwards. I'm good. Um, That's right. We, I can't uh, talk to Tommy Lee Edwards because he hangs out in that. I know that, that booth with the, the dude who wants to kill me. So, <laughs> yeah. well, who wants to kill you? Well, I don't want to say his name now because then he's going to see it on the Google search. Like, That's right. I, I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy. That bastard. Was his peeps, though. I ripped. I ripped apart his uh, his illustration skills, and, because, uh, and, oh. and raised the ire of many people on the forums, yes. including Steve Ryan and Jim Jim N. Why don't I remember this? I'll tell it, you offline. Yeah. Okay. Well, um. Anyway, I really did. I, I enjoyed the story. It started off. I, I I liked where it was going, like the the first three, almost four issues. I'm 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 feeling it. It it ended not not abruptly. I mean, things weren't resolved. I I, I get well, not really cleanly because of, of things that happened in in the storyline. But um, some things felt they were a little rushed here and there to to I guess maybe wrap it up. But I I love the effect. Edwards uh, used to uh, differentiate between the, in air quotes, real world and the Marvel Universe. Um, the, uh, oh, like, like, for example, when, when Toby is talking to Peter Parker and, and, uh, Peter's kind of quick to just say, oh, okay, well, you got me. I'm really Spider Man. And it's like, and instead of, I mean, I don't, it, it's like, I'm kind of torn because I don't know if nowadays that would have been, you know, four pages trying to convince somebody he isn't or if he really just would succumb to it and and just move on and it it just there, there were times where I'm reading a book told that's that's it's being made now but you also have to think about how these characters were over 20 years ago and it it's it's a neat act and and um and I will I'll I'll, I'll give it up to Miller Lite, like you said, Vince, it's it it's that hard. There's there's a story here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a love letter, and and it's 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 um and and it helps in that it's that Toby is also telling this story, and and uh, and there were there were things that yeah what talking in the comic shop when he's when, when he's talking to the shop owner and you have the other dude over there who's all about who's all about fantagraphics and the indie books and and you know to, to hell with your big stuff and it's like and and it's and it really did take me back to 
Dragon's Den in Yonkers and the people that that work there and 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 shop there and um and it was it it definitely is I mean I it's not the kind of story where I would go back to find out where chronologically in 1985 this story might take place because you have Captain Marvel as an Avenger, you have the Mohawk Storm, you have Spidey in the black suit. So, you know, I mean, there, there's probably a lot of fun the continuity nerds could have with this and, and trying to figure out where this might have happened in between sequels, things like that. But I just, as far as a story that... Um, what? You going to say something? <laughs> no. So, oh, okay. Um, it's... it's it, there, there might be some things that are predictable, like, um, like why this all happened. But I really can't. I really can't complain about it. I really can't. You know, just it, as much as maybe part of me wants to be like, oh God, why would he do that? Because it's Miller, and I just, I, I can't. I, I just, I really did. I, done. Mm-hmm. I really did enjoy it. I have no. By problem. the way, dude, now that you're talking, about it, it's, it's, it had to be the sequel. It intended to be a sequel to Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah, not Secret War. Yeah, so I, I was I was gonna let yeah. you fix that because I, yeah, yeah, I figured that out. Um, when was the uh, John B- Basima Tom Palmer Avengers? Was that in like eighty five, eighty six? That right? was oh, that that was that because you're talking like what two sixty, two seventy around there. <sighs> that that was mid late eighties. Yeah, yeah, I would say uh, so. Roger yeah. Stern. And, yeah, it'll be around the same time, right? Because well, four it years. Was, uh, it was. It's uh, it's around West Coast Avengers also because Rhodey was mm-hmm. Iron Man, right? And and uh, so you had Hawkeye, you had um, but you had right. at Cap, you had Thor, you had Captain Marvel, uh, Rambo. So I have a site here that lists. Oh, oh, um, but but, but She Hulk came back as a member of the FF, and She Hulk was a member of, of Avengers earlier. During- during the Bushima Palmer run. Right. This says uh, Avengers 275 to 286 was 1987-1988. And that's uh, Roger that's, Stern that's writing, Bushima penciling, yeah. and Palmer inking. But they were on for a while, though. So Yeah, they were. It was a nice yeah, run. It was. It was great. Uh, with, with the new yellow jacket. And, and yeah, no, that was that was good stuff. I miss those issues. Me too. Um, Namer. No, I would, Druid, I would, all badass. Oh, dude. <laughs> Where's a robe? Watch the, out for the uh, ball guy. Sit with the paunch. Yeah, <laughs> hero. So you have Don't um, sit on his lap. Get off his lap. <laughs> He's not Santa. <laughs> and his son will come back to get you in a bunch of years. So the um, the I I I recommend 1985. If if I don't know, would you? If I know we 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 have those stories that you know I you know my friends new to comics. What should I let him read? I don't. Think 1985 would be in the top ten of that list. I I don't know if if somebody hasn't read, if somebody's no, not familiar not, with 80s Marvel, would would you still say, hey, try this? I don't. It's not wince worthy, right? You mean like, oh, oh damn, well, it's not one of those. But I mean, I would say it like this: if 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 they know, if they have some familiarity with Marvel in general, so that they know who the villains are. Okay. Then it would. Then I would say because it has heart and it, it would read well on its own because it is a standalone. But if they're like new to the Marvel universe and just no. don't really, then I would say it, it wouldn't work. I mean, you can give it to someone as an example of 
uh, top shelf illustration and lettering. Mm. Oh, so you yeah, know what? Yeah. This this is a this is a visually this is how com- all comic books should look like this. See that lettering done by hand, bitches. By hand, yo. Um, and and since Toby narrates it, he does a good job of of telling you know who who you you're never really sure who's in the panel. He's going to tell you if you know. Obviously, you can, but visually, you can tell that that stilt man walking across the neighborhood. But he'll mention Morbius, he'll mention Wendigo, he'll mention Hatemonger, and and so you get an idea as to and it's and and no one particular, um, we'll say B list hero gets the spotlight really. So it's not like I mean he mentions Hawkeye, he mentions Captain America, he mentions um, he mentions a few heroes, but like it's it's not like. Captain Marvel has has a couple of pages where she's handling her business, or or you have too many heroes where the person's gonna scratch your head, going, "I have no who, no idea who that is." And if Toby's never mentioned them in the story, you're still not gonna know. So it 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 moves things along at a pretty quick play, pace. The um, it and it really was. I had no idea. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was there. There was a little more, I guess, violent than I was expecting because I mean you turn the page and now you have Bullseye sticking a nightstick through some dude through a cop's helmet and and it's you have Wendigo walking around with some dude's head in his hand and and there are things where it's like wow all right so they went there and and it's not like it's not all um sunshine and lollipops and as as the story's going on I mean there's there's the bad guys really are bad guys and and they're they're in our world, in in the real world, we'll say, and and it's not, um, you know, with no, with no fear, with no worry of the Fantastic Four or the Avengers or the X Men coming to to stop them, and and um, and it, it it goes from there. But I I really dug the setup with the whole house and and the comic collection, and then you know, and and we also didn't get the whole long drawn out process of Toby having to explain to dad that you know he saw super villains at at the old Wincham house and it's like and and dad's like yeah right, whatever and and you know but we didn't we didn't get a whole issue of Toby trying to convince him and it just it the story moved along at at a at a pretty decent clip i i recommend it and and someone will probably end up with these six issues nice. just because just because i read it and and i want to pass it along not because i'm giving it away because I don't want it in my house. Sweet. Because you could yell that. Right. Right. Hey, you mentioned Fantastic Four. I did. Can we riff on something that, uh, was it announced today or, or, or yesterday they or something? They did something today. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, Matt Frank Sh- Fraction is going to be the writer on not only Fantastic Four proper, but that FF book. What does that stand for? First Family? Freedom Foundation? What does it stand for, the FF? Well, it's, it, I mean, it currently stands for Future Foundation, but I, I doubt Future it. Future Foundation, yeah. I doubt it will in the, in the Marvel Now. Okay, and, uh, well, uh, w- w- regardless, the uh, the artist on FF is none other than Mike Allred. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that thrills me to no end. Yes. And, and then they announced the artist on Fantastic Four proper, and it's Mark Bagley. Yes. So, are they going to retitle this this latest uh, pitch Marvel then? Because Bagley's not not anywhere near uh, cutting edge enough for Fantastic Four. 
I mean, I love him. I, th- I think he's he's ext- you know I love Bagley. He's extremely competent. I gotta say, I'm underwhelmed. I'm a little bit bored with the with the choice. I didn't Me see too. any Me of too. it. I saw mm-hmm. I saw one cover image, and I, and it's a very nice image, but it's nice. You know what I mean? It's not all red on friggin' well, yeah, FF. Released at, at, uh, well, see, and I think all based on that image that that they released for FF. It's crazy, isn't something, it? And and that's the thing, you know. I don't. I mean, it's like people were poo-pooing the indestructible Hulk image just 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 based on the image. But I, I look at the FF, and it's it's fitting just based on those four characters on that cover. That's perfect for all right. And and I didn't I didn't look sure. at the Bagley image, but I'm I'm thinking that at least you know, well with, with all right, but definitely with Bagley, you're going to get your books out. On time, creative mm, team right. is going to be tight, and and if if they want to hit the ground running with you know we want we want a good run, or we just want to make sure that 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 someone can keep a schedule on what should be Marvel's flagship book is going to be out, you know, yeah. as it should. So I mean, I, 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 I see I, what I, you're I, saying, but we also I don't, don't. I'm not pooing on Mr. Bagley because Mark's very good. Uh, he's proven himself what 120 issues of Ultimate Spider-Man, right? Yeah, more. Really? He's done that. Uh, He's done amazing. Thunderbolt, yeah, amazing. The guy's great. It's just that it's it's Trinity. not it's not, <laughs> it's not someone <laughs> whose name I hear and and you know the ears perk up. He's I, I was hoping it's for not, somebody. He's he's done edgy. Well, I mean, you know, he's he's gone from you know, this was a dude who kind of got his feet wet with New Warriors, and now he's he's he's, he's working. I mean, he's done Spidey, and now I mean. He's, Four, so. The interesting thing about the 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 news I thought though was that uh, Mark Farmer is inking him though. Yeah, I like that team. Yeah, which I, that, which that, is yeah. you know that is going to be because Farmer Farmer he'll, can, he'll sculpt Bagley stuff a little. More. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You got you got you yeah. got the curves. You got the nice. It's it's soft. It'll it'll work. It it will. I, I think it will. It'll be smoother than his Ultimate Spider-Man stuff, and that's no slight. To Emberlin or or Von Grobadge or anybody else who inked Bagley on Ultimate Spidey, um, I I really without knowing I didn't click the link, so I don't know where Fraction's going. I don't know if if we have to know anything previously before Marvel now. So I don't know what kind of Fantastic Four we're getting. But um, I'm you know, considering we've we've gone. We 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 had Laroca, we had Pacheco, we had we had um, we had Ringo, we've had um, mm. own right. Eagle. Right, yes, I mean we've we there have been there have been some great artists on Fantastic Four, and we've I don't I don't the see, Kirby guy. <laughs> I didn't burn. I don't burn guy. So uh, I I don't I don't think Bagley is is a step in. The wrong direction. I I I, I got faith. I I, I would I, love to I, see. I I know he's hip deep in the Oz books, but I would love to see Scotty Young take a crack at Fantastic Four. Be cool. You you, you know it would be a, a visual feast. Well, I will Scotty say this: in, in, I'm, I'm in David's camp because I hadn't looked at the. I knew Bagley was announced, but I hadn't looked at the cover until just now. But uh, but it it. It's nice, I think, because I mean, it's it's farmer. It's it's it's. It tight. is nice, but it, that's it. It's nice. You know, it's okay, I, though. It's I okay. kind of don't want nice after after Epting on Fantastic Four. 
You know, I, I don't want that. I, I want, I want, I want gritty, not, not gritty. I, I want risk taking. I want, I want to be wowed visually and a huge risk taking uh, artist. One that's See not the, afraid the, the, to, the to draw outside the panels. You're being silly. Being silly. silly. So you're getting no, I'm just kidding. But uh, the FF cover is pretty crazy because it's, uh, it's Medusa, Ant Man, She Hulk, the Green She Hulk. And then Miss Thing, which is kind of hilarious. But it it's, looks like Miss Thing in a uh, like like a, a Thing exoskeleton. Yeah, that's what I think it is. They they describe her as a, uh, a Lindsay Lohan esque celebrity that uh, oh, somehow has a Thing costume to wear, a co- like an exoskeleton. So. And I love I love the four on the outfit. I love the I love the way the outfits look. It just it's it's and is that is is is, is that Ant Man? I know yeah. the helmet is very Ant Man esque, but I mean he's got. No, the- well, it was it was in the uh, in the in the, oh, the okay. text of it. it was saying it's a uh, Fantastic Four go on a journey through time and space. So the FF that takes their place in the modern continuity is Ant Man, She Hulk, Medusa, and Miss Thing. And I am going to click on the. I'm clicking on the link, and that. Is that Bagley? That is very Alan Davis esque, especially Reed. Exactly. I think it looks like Alan Davis because it's Mark oh Farmer making him. God. Yeah. It's my shti, dude. Those are funky outfits too. I, yeah. I, I, I might, I might have to check this out. Yeah, boy. You're craggly. He's dying out to be craggly. <laughs> <laughs> you want to pause for a second? Or. Mm-mm. Oh, he gets so <clears throat> he gets so salty like Lowry's when he's a. Uh, Lowry's like Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry. <laughs> they they want to make a Rush Hour 4. It's like, does Chris Tucker just not want to... I mean, is, is, is Jackie free? All right, I'll make a movie. Otherwise, don't... Well, don't to be come fair, like, Chris Tucker was like... After the Rush Hours, he got so rich that he like went on that little like, kind of like, vision quest. Ass. The third one. Well, I didn't think the first two were so hot either, but... But uh, well, how, first, how am I doing? Am I good? You're better yeah. now. First rush hour was great. Second one wasn't too bad. Third one was horrible. Dude, you're talking about Chris Tucker. Back to the Fantastic Four. Dude, curb my man, Corbin. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that movie. It's a movie, dude. Yes. Uh, I will buy it. I'll buy the Bagley. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was somebody else. You know what I mean, dude? dude I mean, anytime you're fronting on art that looks like Alan Davis, I'm I'm not fronting on it. I'm not fronting. I'm just, just saying I I just I don't want it to look so mainstreamy. I I want that indie sensibility that they they're bringing to the FF title okay, to the, the Fantastic. They, they can't they they can't. I don't think they can do that with it's it's fine for for a backup story in, in issue six hundred. But as far as an ongoing, I mean, they did it. They they didn't even do it with with um, with X Force because they ended up changing the book to Ecstatic. So it's not. I don't think they're going there. I don't think they're ready yet to do something like that with a book titled Fantastic Four month in month out. But the book was it's at its most visually challenging when Jack was on it. It's it's all been downhill from there. I mean, Jack. Well, the mainstream for whatever else was coming out at the time. Uh, no, Jack was mainstream, yeah, because exactly. he was doing everything, so he right. was the mainstream, yeah. But I'm just saying, like double page photo collages, what in in a in a mainstream comic book? You still don't see that. Jack just like he was 
so far advanced and then now they put i don't want a workman on this title i want to see nuts craziness you know i don't know i maybe i'm just being picky i'm coming back right cover i I am coming back to the book we're coming back oh never mind i got uh, yeah i got something and it's (laughs) odd that it's it's a year before david's book wow yes crisis on infinite earths no 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 all right, you're gonna, you're both gonna know the answers to this question. Aside from crazy kaiju beating the crap out of each other, what makes me happiest in comic books? Commandy. No, well, yeah, right. giant robots beating the crap out of each other, right? Oh yeah, Shogun Warriors. No, you're you're close. You're close. Uh, this is a continuation of a book that is next in line behind the Punisher for the title of Marvel's longest running four issue limited series. Oh, Transformers! Yes, Transformers. Transformers. It's, a, it's a title that began in eighty-one in a four-issue miniseries. Yes, <laughs> it no eighty, uh, and we'll get to that. It's okay. Uh, it's a title that began in nineteen eighty-four under the guiding hands of the legendary, and I'll fight on knife fight anybody who challenges <laughs> that term. Legendary Bill Mantlo. Uh, then Jim Salakrup took it, and then uh, it was taken at dizzying heights by Bob Budiansky. And towards the tail end, some chap from across the pond named Simon Furman. Yes. So Marvel's Transformers ended in 91. Okay. Uh, 21 years later, uh, IDW is stepping up. Chris Reel and the fine folks at IDW, they're picking up the continuity of the late, very lamented Marvel Transformers series written by Cybertronian Scribe Supreme Simon Furman. They have the original artistic team back together on this book. This nice. thing, yes, it's illustrated. It's actually, it's called, let's get the, uh, the name down. It's called Transformers, obviously, Regeneration One. Get it? Generation uh, One, Regeneration. Uh-huh. They've done this with the G.I. Joe book, but I don't know the name. What's the G.I. Joe, uh, Marvel continuity book oh, called? Oh, the one that, um, Ham is writing. Real American Hero. Oh, there you go. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But this reunites writer Simon Furman, penciler Andrew Wildman, inker Stephen Baskerville, and then we got new people, which is okay, right? Because uh, I think the colorist uh, on this stuff is Jean-Paul Beauvais, and the letterer mm, I miss Guido is... Guidi. Oh, he's awesome. But I'm telling you, Wildman draws the most expressive robots you'll see uh especially if you go back and read the marvel stuff uh where he came in towards the tail end of that book it's almost like don rosa meets michael golden back then he's just so expressive but um so i said this this book picks up the marvel continuity and to get into this regeneration one stuff you gotta go through the last five issues of marvel's transformers and they were great but they were weird they uh, towards the end they were just trying anything and everything they brought in a bunch of um homo sapiens let's say in the neo knights remember they had that half naked circuit breaker chick mm-hmm. and, and rapture running around um but uh a brief recap of the tail end of marvel's transformers run uh the chaos bringer himself the the dreaded dark god appears unicron attacks Cybertron. 
Uh, and uh, what uh, Unicron knows is that nestled at the center of Cybertron is his ancient enemy Primus, the patriarch of the Transformers. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an extinction-level event which forces an uneasy alliance between Optimus Prime's Autobots and Scorponox Decepticons. Now, that's a key point. Autobot and Decepticon unite for the first time ever. They have to face Unicron. They have to destroy this extinction-level event, and so they team up, right? Uh, even Galvatron, an alternate future Megatron plucked from his timeline by Unicron, joins the fray against the planet-devouring Chaosbringer. There's an extremely off-kilter uh Whose reality is it anyway? Battle between Megatron and Galvatron, with a little bit of Ratchet thrown in for good measure, and that nice. you had Megatron bonded with Ratchet at one point in the in the Transformers run. I think it was like issue fifty six or fifty seven, and and the two were essentially one. And they play on that in this new Regeneration One series. Way to, well, I tell you how how they do it. it, it it's really it, well, it's disturbing and it's funny. Um, so. Uh, apparently, a bunch of bots uh, bite the binary dust during this battle. You have Scorponok, uh, a.k.a. Lord Zarak, dies, apparently. Uh, a character called Emirate Zaron, who was a shell for Primus himself. Uh, he, mm -hmm. he bites the big one. Thunderwing, uh, and it's a fortuitous event because um, the, De the Decepticon had possessed one of the very few things that was able to bring Unicron, Unicron to his knees, and that's the the creation matrix. Uh, back in the Marvel's Transformers, they had this long, and it was written by Furman, too, and it's his favorite Transformer story uh, that he has written. They were searching for the, 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 the Matrix quest, and so he said, why do, why do they need this the Matrix? Well, because they knew Unicron was coming, and this creation matrix is one of the only things that could take him out, right? So... Um, Thunderwing bites the big one, and Optimus steps up, grabs the Matrix of Creation, and purges the uh, the Matrix. It, it got tainted by evil. Go ahead. I said taint. Uh, it, it got tainted by evil over a period, and Optimus, because he's so damn optimistic, purged. Mm -hmm. He purged the Matrix of the evil taint, and he plunges into the open maw of Unicron, blazing white hot with the pure light of creation and just like that blah, blah, it's over unicron gone dead okay so this huge threat is gone what now what happens now well with his last dying breath optimus prime passed on the mantle of leadership to my favorite autobot grimlock nice uh, which pissed off prowl to no end right so you got grimlock is in the lead uh and there's something going on with cybertron what in the hell the, the planet is shuddering from the combined effects of Unicron's assault and Primus is gone. Primus is dead. The Patriarch is no more. And we get to, we learn at the end of the Transformers. Too Marvel's, many puppies, too many puppies. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it, it fits. Primus reference for those of you that. Les Claypool, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> the, uh, what Primus's initial goal with the, uh, the Transformers was to 
not have them splintered into factions like the Autobots and the Decepticons. The, the, the Transformers were created as a safeguard against Unicron. He never wanted them to fight against each other. He, he created them to battle what he knew was his, the, the dark to his light. The, the, the death to, to his life, right? So he, he uh, created Cybertron with the Transformers in the hopes that they would someday battle Unicron. And that's exactly what happened. They, 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 they uh, joined forces. They had a, have a treaty of sorts. And uh, that's where this Regeneration 1 starts. You have an uneasy alliance still in play between the Decepticons and the Autobots, but somebody's stirring up the shit. And it's sound wiki. No, no, it's Soundwave. Soundwave. Oh. They they call themselves Neo Decepticons now. They are true to the covenant of Primus, uh, and what what they they're they're terrorists. Um, they're 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 traipsing around Cybertron, just stirring up shit, destroying things, blowing up people. In fact, Soundwave is using his cassettes as suicide bombers. It's nice. N- it's nuts, dude. Uh, so, um, more more of the uh, Marvel Transformers. You had this alliance, and because they thought the uh, Cybertron was going down the tubes, they left the planet. There was an exodus, and um, some of them came to Earth. Some of them went to a a planet called Clo which they wanted to conquer. They thought, eh, it's easy pickings, right? You had Bludgeon, who's very important uh, to the, 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 the story of the, uh, the last, like, 10, 15 issues of Marvel's Transformers. Bludgeon is really important. Um, and, and so you have all these Transformers splintered all over the place, so Prime comes back, right? How does he come back? Well, Primus had a, an Autobot um, buried in Cybertron. It's called the Last Autobot. And this thing was designed to be a sentinel to watch over the planet. Now, in this ge- Regeneration 1, this is the best. It, it's, it's in, let me see, if it's in the Zero issue, right? It is in the Zero issue. If this does not want to get you to read a Transformers comic, I'm sorry, nothing will. So you have Soundwave stirring up the shit, right? He commandeers an orbital defense satellite yes <laughs> and turns the satellite not uh away from cybertron to pick off meteors and asteroids he turns the the satellite towards cybertron and destroys the last autobot mm. and it's 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 this one page spread you see this 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 sentinel watching over the the uh, the transformers all of a sudden boom the satellite spits out this massive beam and, and you see like Soundwave is clenching his fist. He's like, yes. Optimus is shit in his pants. Um, Cup. You, who doesn't love Cup, right? Cup is, is freaking out. Hot Rod is, ah, you got to read this book. It, it, Simon Furman did not miss a beat. It, it is awesome. Some of the things you'll encounter. Earth is in ruins. How did it happen? Ah, you can kind of get an idea. Megatron and his cronies are traipsing around the planet, but Megatron lobotomized all of the Decepticons. So they're, they're unquestioning slaves with the exception of one. One Decepticon he did not lobotomize. And who do you think that is? 
Uh, Starscream. Yes. <laughs> so he can savor Starscream's pain. Nice. <laughs> Ratchet is relegated to a hood ornament. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, That's cold busted. No, it is. Megatron's going around on this sky sled, and they kind of sort of hint that there's maybe something on the front of it, like it's obscured. And then Megatron says something, isn't that right? And he looks down, and friggin' Ratchet's head is is the light, like, right on the front of this sky sled. And he's screaming. It's so cool, right? Um, it's because they have history, right? Cup and Springer step into the spotlight. They adopt this this very proactive, we got to raise this Decepticon menace from from the surface of our planet. And then you got Prime. Mm-hmm. Pro- they should call him Optimus Pussy. Because what he's done, he oh. he literally has sequestered himself in an ivory tower. He's he hmm. he he's away from the Transformers. His um, methods of dealing with this Decepticon insurgency is to look the other way. And and Cup and, and Ultra Magnus are like, dude, are you serious? How could you let these guys just do this? They're blowing up our our brothers and sisters, and you're just turning. And, and he doesn't want to strong arm it because he doesn't want to seem like you know the oppressive Autobots again. So Prime is like stepping back, and he's grooming Hot Rod to to step up and and obviously maybe take his place. It, it's a really good book. They've released three issues so far. Um, uh, 80.5, which is the free comic book day one, mm-hmm. which will tell you everything you need to know, and then some, going into the series. But if you don't read it, they Sir Furman does a really good job with 81 of getting you up to speed. It's it's bludgeon. Is, uh, the first couple pages, you have bludgeon going uh, one-to-one with, with cup, and it's like the old Star Trek Next Generation. It turns out to be a uh, simulation. And then he just eases you into the story. It's really good. So two, three issues, 81, 82, and a free comic book day issue. Get them. If, you, if you're not a fan of the Transformers, you will be. If you have read Marvel's Transformers in the past, it's like going home. He does not miss a beat. Do it. Buy the buy Do this it. book. I tell you, IDW are curling my freaking toes lately. Publisher to yeah, you, maybe. Man. I don't know, maybe. Maybe, right? But, but I mean, I'm a huge Transformers fan. So, huge. you get huge. Yeah, uh, there's even a sequence in the Marvel uh, towards the end where um our buddy Spike merges with uh Fortress Maximus. They remember the Headmasters? Yeah, of course. Yes. Well, Spike is the damn head. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's awesome. And you can get those. I think IDW is reprinting the the Marvel issues in a series called classic transformers mm-hmm. so uh, there's like five volumes to date it's not going to cost you the the last five or six issues of transformers go for fairly decent money because the circulation was so damn low at that point. right right yeah but uh transform more than meets the eye dude that's more really than cool. meets the eye nice you know, it's, you, you know it's really impressing me every time i i surf the uh tv stations um has anybody watched the Tron Uprising cartoon? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a million I, times better than the friggin' movie. Well, yeah, that, that that I believe. I still haven't watched the 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 sequel, but I am really. I mean, the animation is is slick. The story's pretty cool. It, it's but I'm. I mean, I end up stopping whatever I'm doing while I'm surfing the channels, and and I stop on that. It pretty much has me for however much time is left in in the episode. But Jason's turn. 
Uh, well, my my intro was a uh, was was a little hint. I figured Vince would uh, always be ready to talk about this, which is uh, Bean World three point five. Oh, I read it too. <laughs> I know you did. So I ordered this, um, not realizing that it was a reprint collection. Most of it. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that, but but I hadn't read the stuff that it was originally in. So to me, it was like brand new stuff. But um, you know, it's 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 uh, it's like going uh, going back to like the same comfortable little space. I mean, I don't know that I came away thinking it was um, you know diametrically different or groundbreaking relative to the other three volumes of of Bean World, but. But uh, it was, you know, more of the Larry Martyr goodness. Um, I mean, I, I was gonna really curious to get your thoughts as to whether or not you 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 thought there was anything like materially different in this. That, I mean, it didn't it didn't feel to me. It's been a while since I read the other stuff, but it didn't feel to me like this was really breaking any new ground per se. Right. Um. But it, you know, but it looked good. It was fun. I mean, again, it's always nice to revisit that world. Um. You know, I I I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was. It, it just felt like it was like a, almost like B sides to to the universe that we've already been exposed to. I mean... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's tell them what's in here before we, we get into it. Uh, the Remember, last year's Bean World Christmas special from Dark Horse is in here. The uh, Dark Horse Online stuff, right? Dark Horse Presents Online, yeah. Dark, Dark Horse Presents uh, Online stuff is in here. And Larry, what he did was he um, he created bridges between all these stories. Uh, th- and that, those are the new sections where he, like little tiny, uh, almost unnoticeable segues where, where he links all of these stories together in, in a, in one thematic, uh, it reads like one story, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, I thought I was very impressed at how he, uh, he melded all these things together. Um, uh, let's see. I'm sure there, there's an afterword in here that really explains everything, uh, that, that Larry did with this. What do I think about this book? Jesus, it's Bean, it's Bean World, right? Um, I think it focuses a lot. There's, I agree with you. There's nothing really new in here. Uh, it's, it's more of the process of Bean World, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the addition of the cuties. Uh, that that's probably the newest aspect of these things, right? It was, is is the little cuties. Um, but the thing that got me was the very first uh while we was eaten where you have uh Mr. Spook and they're they're in the midst of the old chow down right after a a nice uh uh hunt they've retrieved their chow and they're they're beginning to feast they're in the pool soaking it up literally uh and something appears and it's just like the introduction of chaos into Bean World, where mm. where you have this 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 process that that without fail operates like like a a clockwork beast. Uh, you 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 have Mister uh, Mister uh, Spook and and the, the you know the 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 uh, Chow retrievers that that go into the hoi polloi and they do their thing and they bring it back and everyone has a function, but. Then you have the introduction to chaos in, into this uh, process, and what happens? Well, you you see what what happens in this thing. Mister uh, Mister Spook steps up. 
and and he is like the uh the agent for order and and he squashes the uh the lump in the carpet <laughs> so to speak uh and and he rallies the troops and it's just it's there's safeguards built into this um built into the process and i love the design of this thing this this tentacled um floating aztec being yeah it's weird it, it uh, right it, it it's uh kirby-esque it, yeah it looks sort of like a like a combination of like a an incan or a mayan sort of like rune as well as like a little bit of a machinery yeah, he goes um, down pretty easy doesn't he yeah, but it's—I mean—that's sort of an allegory for a bully, right? Like you know, like yeah. like you know, bullies are tough until you you punch him in the nose and then he runs off crying, you know. Yeah. Um. So there's a little, you know, I thought that was kind of the, the thing that fascinates me about this, having read this and sort of getting reintroduced to it, is I—it's such a creative thing, but at the same point in time, I've never really bothered to think through like what Larry's motivation is, like it's if they're deceptively simple, you know. Yeah. Like is he is he is he trying to make a, a bigger statement or or is he just having fun with it? You know. Mm, no, I would almost guarantee that there's a statement being made. But the thing is, I, I think he he's um, seasoned uh, enough as a writer to give you the raw material to make your own statement. That's that's what I, I think is the most brilliant thing about Bean World is all the parts are there, but he doesn't cram them down your throat. He, mm-hmm. he he lets you come to the conclusion and and uh, there's I don't think there's a wrong conclusion at which to arrive with Bean World. Everyone sees it in in a different way. I mean, it is a process, and you have these characters that obviously they stand for. You know, um, Professor Garbanzo is is for the you know the 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 technological the research aspect of it, and and Beanish is the dreamer and the artist and the has his muse and and and. and uh, it, and what it means is I almost don't like to talk about Bean World a lot mm-hmm. be, because you, you internalize these characters and their function and they operate in this closed system and to, to talk about them kind of, I mean, words fail for a lot of this stuff and it's not a cop-out. It's really not. Uh, that, that, I, that's why I don't think uh, when, when, when they're when they 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 act out their various roles it works really well for me but when something is described i feel like it's almost too much information mhm you know yeah i mean i i would say that uh, of the stories that are in there my favorite was probably the second one every cutie deserves a toy <laughs> um you know the cuties basically like don't interact with each other when they they look at each other they fall asleep and why is that though why yeah, well, I mean, I'm guessing it's be- see. I took it, and maybe because I have young, 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 young boys at home, I took it to mean that uh, you know kids are self-centered and they're they're bored of things that aren't themselves. You know, like they're they're just it's not they're not really they're so they're not empathetic. They're not really social creatures yet. Their their whole universe is driven by them. Are they being happy? Are they getting what they want? Are they satisfied? But you but I, I mean? think I think as cuties, they're more free than they'll ever be. Because once they grow up, they're part of the process. Right now, they right, exist well, we outside see, yeah. of the process, you know. So right, and then it, the whole thing is that they 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 need to have toys. They to basically right, they, right. Yeah. The action effigies. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. Action figures they call action effigies. Dude, the boomer band kills me. 
I, whenever the boomer band come, comes on, I read their dialogue out loud. <laughs> I, I, I can't just like, you know, in, silently parse their, their words. I gotta say them out loud because there's like a, there, there's a, a meter to their thing as a band should speak in, in, in some kind of rhythmic, you know, I, I don't want to even attempt it now because I love to have fun with it and it's my fun. It's not, it's not to share. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's not freaking love it's and uh, and you we have to remind people that this is the only entirely uh in color bean world right uh yep i'm pretty sure right uh yeah you're probably right let me check i just want to make sure i got them all right here on the shrine shrine to mr martyr martyr yeah, everything's in, everything's in black and white. There you go. My daughter draws me pictures, and I use them as Bean World bookmarkers. Your mother and your father and your daughter. Volume 1, 2, and 3 are all in black and white, as was the original sunken, uh, sunken Bean out. World. So this is the only entirely in-color, technicolor Bean World available. And uh, you must add it to your library. I mean... Yeah. Bean, I, I know I've I got flack from some people, but I don't really give a shit. Uh, Bean, Bean World is up there uh, with Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns. It it is one of the greatest works of of comic art ever. Well, I, for those that I, think you're you're prone to hyperbole, let's remind them that you have a tattoo of it on your body. So clearly, you're not. <laughs> this isn't hyperbole no. from your end. <laughs> no, it's not. I, I I think it's up there conceptually, visually. Um, it's it 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 holds its own with with both Watchmen and and Dark Knight Returns. And if you don't believe me, then why don't you just read the damn thing? Go ahead, go out and try it. See if I'm wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's more about the creation process too. I mean, that may, that's probably why I, I've latched on to Bean World for. Uh, I mean, so well, I think it's because they're such so a spiritual strongly. man. I, I am. Uh, you are. You are right. I am a spiritual dude, um, and, and I also like to think of myself as a as a creative dude. And and Bean World is just constant creation. That's part of the process. Creation, destruction, and and Beanish is my dude. He your dude. Yeah. So did you love it, Jason, or were you a little bit? Well, I, no, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I just like I said, I I I felt like it was uh, just. I don't know. It's like. Um, I felt it was like you know, you have a favorite TV show and you feel like you've seen it all and then all of a sudden you're you're like, oh, wait, did I see this episode? And then you watch it and you're like, oh, I never saw that episode, I don't think. Oh, cool. You know, like I just – I felt like it was like bringing me back to a place that I really enjoyed and um, it was I think like 64 pages or something. So it was like quick and I was like, oh, this is good, you know. I mean, Bean World rocks. And then it was over, you know. Like I mean I, I just – I thought it was more of this, you know, Martyr's – it's it's the whole the whole the whole of Bean World is an amazingly accomplished fun work. So it's it just kind of fit right in. You know, I don't. Uh, it is a pretty good primer. I mean, if you're hesitant to try Bean World based on the cover prices of the black and white collections, this thing was only fourteen ninety five or fourteen ninety nine. Well, yeah, uh, I mean it's sixty four pages, so it's and it is a hardcover though too, and it's in color. It's completely mm-hmm. in color. So you know, pretty colors. Ooh, maybe it'll attract the rubes and, and get them into Bean World. Uh, the rubes, but I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I must have read this thing four or five times, and it's. I think it's the last page that gets me all the time. 
where uh, you have Beanish and Professor Garbanzo, and and pr the prof says, my mysteries go on and on, and they're never resolved. I'll never stop looking for the hidden truth. Someday, mm -hmm. I'll find that something more. <laughs> who can't relate to that? Is there anybody who can't relate to that? Th you have a creature that's basically a, a, an a circle with legs, with, with stick legs and, and a, a pointy hat, and and another character that's just another oval with spikes and and they're they're speaking these universal truths i mean it's it's so basic it's it's disgustingly complex at the same time come on martyr's champion he's a genius i've i have no doubts right there yep none none let's talk about something else what you want to talk about I don't know. David said, uh, let's check the clock. Oh, David said that there's not anything at the uh, the big two currently moving him. Okay. All that, all that much. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I must be missing something because the, the, the Marvel Now thing, can you explain it to me? Is it just like let's get popular people on, on, on books and, and get the word out and get things stirred up? It's not like a, a reboot, right? It's just... Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 uh, an attention getting. Scheme. I mean, I think their 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 big shakeup was to get these long running creative teams to switch books, and I think that they probably smartly realized that as much as they run their businesses like it's a creator driven market anymore, the the comic buyers really don't think of it like that's not to me like like these days having creators switch books isn't in and of itself like an event you know it's not right. enough to so they had i think to smartly make it seem more than that by renumbering the stuff it's not assistant editors month i mean come on yeah. but i mean look i mean you know but i'm i'm I, I the 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 effectiveness of like renumbering and marketing shenanigans is is severely lost on me but it, but increasingly, you know, isn't it isn't it increasingly lost in the marketplace? So, like renumbering, does that really work now? We'll find out, right? I mean, it worked for for DC, I mean, but that was a massive sweeping change. They, are, is, was, Mar is Marvel I mean, doing that with every? Like, are they renumbering everything? It seems like they are. I mean, oh, I didn't know that. It looks like some. I mean, it definitely looks. Look, I mean, we don't. I mean, it looks like at least based. It looks like there are some pretty significant changes going on, right? Like, I mean, like Mark Wade and. Lionel use Hulk seems like a completely different. Very pretty, yeah. Yeah, very pretty um, looking. But uh, that Deadpool cover by uh, by um, um, Johnson. Tony Moore? No, um, is it Tony Moore? Uh, no, uh, hard boiled. Uh, oh, Darrow. Jeff Darrow uh, is amazing. I mean, it's a beautiful cover. Um, but no, look. I mean, I think it. it I I just don't think it's. Just like anything else, these are just new creators on these books, and you need to judge them each on on, the, on their own merits. I don't think that, you know, yeah. as like a grand thing, I don't think there's much to be made of it. I think you just have to take each one for what it is and decide if it if it floats your boat. You know, I don't, it just doesn't. I, 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 I hate to say this, but I, I, I'm thinking I've, I'm outgrowing uh, Marvel and DC. Not so much DC. I'm, I'm still reading the DC stuff in trade. Uh and and a lot of it is really clicking, right? But Marvel makes all these annou announcements, and I just I I have to be honest, I don't care. Yeah. I, I hear them, and it's just like, yeah. See, I don't whatever. even hear them. I don't I don't go to. I've I've stopped 
going to the um, going to the news sites or checking out the Me feed too. for. I just I when I I want to be. It it's you can't avoid it on the Twitter though. Well, I've been lucky, but there really? are times where yeah, because um, I I have I have no problem these days on on following people, but the um, <gasps> the I know you don't. But I can't. I feel bad when I unfollow people. Oh, I'm not. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> no, I was going to go in another direction. I'm just I I um I I don't get previews. I don't um I don't read solicits. So I just when when I read the book, I try to go in as as blind as possible i just i don't want to know i, I don't want to read interviews with you know well this is where we're going and over this 12 issues we're gonna have you know highs and lows and and you're never gonna see them the same way i just i want to read the story i want to i'm, I'm giving well, we'll say yeah. yeah i think there's a lot of truth to that in the sense that uh since i got away from you know writing like the ifanboy articles and stuff about the industry and just and f2 have really stopped like going to the websites and stuff i i have found that i'm enjoying books a lot more just because you know, I mean, there is something to be said about like seeing the sausage made. It's not. It's yep. it can it can lure you in, but it, it it does come at the expense of just experiencing the work for the work. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I don't read Hollywood Reporter to find out like who the head writer is on the shows I watch and if it changes. You know, I just I judge the show as if it entertains me, and I'm finding that at least I I think that that my getting away from a lot of that has helped me enjoy a lot of these books more than I would have otherwise. Yeah, um, but. Uh, it's it's weird. We we poo pooed on licensed products in the past. I mean, growing up collecting licensed books were like if you had any money left over and there was nothing mm-hmm. else on the stands. Yeah, maybe I'll try one of those. But mm-hmm. it's odd and a little bit. It's very strange that the licensed books right now are the ones that are really floating my boat. That's cool. And I, I can go down the list. Transformers from IDW, Kiss, Marceline and the Scream Queens, Adventure Time from Boom, uh, SpongeBob from, 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 uh, United Plankton is a great, I, I know Jason doesn't like it, but it's, it's a great comic. I mean, the Simpsons books are just phenomenal. Uh, Sonic at Archie. There's not a bad Sonic book from Archie. Conan. Uh, Me- Mega Man, Conan. Yeah. It's just, uh, it just seems like the licensed books these days are just really sharp. Oh, with, with, See, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. I mean, a couple of those books I'm enjoying, but I, but I'm not. I'm still not seeing like licensed comics as like because I've gotten off the GI Joe tip. I'm, I'm not. Like, yeah. I'm just, oh, yeah. Like, well, I, I don't think it's Conan. universal. I dropped the GI Joe I am, books. I'm enjoying Conan. Uh, I do enjoy the Sonic books, but but uh, I mean, for me, it's 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 the you know it's 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 really is the you know I know there's been some talk that like the Kirkman Manifesto is like the time has come, and I, I but I do think there's some merit to that i mean between the stuff that's coming out on kickstarter and the and between the stuff that image is doing and some other smaller i mean that's exciting me you know i mean that's that you know things like the massive i mean that's that's exciting yeah. saga yeah, is exciting well, you know? yeah 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 profit, yeah. profit you is exciting see you know what they're what they're offering saga first uh oh, trade. yeah the, the first six issues 9.95 for American six Vampire issues oh okay like that's, there's just a lot of exciting stuff i mean yeah. the uh the first issue of the new american vampire uh miniseries i mean it's brings a character into it that that had you told me at the beginning of the series this character was going to be and they'd be like what hitler but but now i'm like oh damn that's pretty cool it's not hitler the, the um and it's no. and, and it's and, and jason's absolutely right because the, the the books he's mentioned massive saga american vampire i mean i i read those and and there are haunt. things that that um, haunt 
Come on. Oh yeah. See, but that's the thing. I mean, yeah. with well, yeah. Now with Han, it's like they're they're just things are so unpredictable. And I'm not going to stop stop reading Amazing Spider-Man. I know, you know, he's he's going to pick up the machinery off his back. He's going to beat Lizard. He's going to, you know, it, it's Spider-Man. Nothing's nothing severe is going to happen mm-hmm. these days. That won't be fixed. But I still enjoy. My Spider-Man, I still might enjoy my Punisher, my Daredevil, and 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 I I'm a big fan of those characters of the stories mm-hmm. being told, but I I I love the unpredictability of the other books, the the, the books that they're just they're, yes. they're not they're not. Well, that's dumb. the thing. I guess I should have prefaced my comments with, I don't even have the desire to read them anymore. Well, like I, you know, I walk you, into the shop and I know you guys have praised. Uncanny X Force, mm-hmm. and and, yep. you, and my my man Chris Bacalo is on Wolverine and the X Men. Like I go over, I thumb through them, and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I, I have no absolutely yeah. no desire cool. to read them. See, it's funny because like I don't like when you ask to talk about something. Like I I've really for the last month I've been reading a ton of Marvel. Like I've been catching up on a lot of the series have been stacked up, and I've been enjoying most of it. But I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. I mean, you know, like I, I caught up on New Mutants and Uncanny this this week, and. You know, there were moments I definitely enjoyed, and uh, but but I don't know that I have anything like revolutionary to say about them. You know, like I don't know that I could be like, oh, you got to read this because, um, but uh, you know, I mean, I think they're like comfort food. But I oh, wanted to yeah. this this brings up something that I was thinking about, and I'm glad you reminded me because I did want to sort of just a a, to- a talking point. You know, we're like two thirds of the way, well, I guess maybe three fifths of the way through AVX, um. You know, and 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 it it had me thinking, and let me see if you guys can get with this. But I was thinking about like, why is it like everybody's real on this whole like, well, events fatigue and like, oh, here's another, you know. And and I think there's some truth to the idea that events aren't resonating. But I, I've I've been fascinated as to why, and I'm wondering if if we're coming at the why in the wrong way. And 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 so this is what I'm getting at. I'm beginning to think that. It's maybe not so much the events themselves that are letting us down, but it's that when like events used to happen, most of the people that were vibing on the event were reading big chunks of of the books that led into those events. You know, like like if it was a a Marvel wide thing, you were reading a lot of those Marvel books leading up to it. Whereas now, you know, a lot of people like tune into these events. And they they either are choosing not to or aren't typically reading a lot of the like stuff in the in the concurrent series, and so the feeling like the event doesn't do its job. But maybe it's because they're not reading the books leading into the event. So they're because, and I say this because, like, if I just judged AVX on its own, it's like it's just boring to me. Like it's it's not, and it's really sort of the antithesis of what an event's supposed to be, which is exciting, right, and significant. But then I, I'm catching up on Wolverine and the X-Men and Uncanny in the last few weeks. And there's a lot of stuff that led up to and is concurrent with AVX that's pretty groovy. Like, it's pretty and, – and I think it gives context to the event. And I know a lot of people complain about, well, you know, the thing about event stays, you got to read the other books too. And and But maybe it's not so much that you have to now. Maybe it's that we you always did. But the difference is people aren't reading these books anymore. You know what I mean? Like Like – 
we used to all read Spider-Man and Avengers and X-Men all the time. And so if an event came along, it was like, oh, cool. Because but, they were 75 cents a copy. Yeah, yeah. But, but now you're like, you may, you may be reading one of this or one of that, but you're not reading all of them. And so it feels like burdensome, whereas before it didn't feel burdensome because you were just doing it anyway. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's, it, it's, it's a different path to the same conclusion, which is that the events aren't feeling satisfying. But maybe it's not because the events aren't doing their job. I'm not sure that the events themselves have changed all that much. I'm just I feel like maybe the expectation or the realization that that you're reading all the supporting materials has just gone away, you know. Yeah, I think there's a component of stupidity built in to every event and and I I'm 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 not calling people stupid, but I'm saying that there is a publish publisher side um hope that there would will be a significant amount of people out there stupid enough to buy every single issue with this banner on top of it for whatever given event it is now i mean honestly if you have to buy 60 issues to just to read a story or to get the the full 360 degree panoramic view of this story you're kind of dumb for spending all that money on what is essentially a throw you know a throwaway culture it is i i love art i i love the way comics are printed and published and and i love the whole thing about them but if you're buying 60 issues to get one damn story you really should rethink your priorities right and and that's why i i think a lot of the mystique of the event is going away because with each successive event there's there's less and less people willing to spend that kind of money on these these silly stories that go on well, I, forever I, I, I think there's more to it than that though i also think it's that um you know we're we're, we're the because the core audience is is the same audience mm-hmm. you know there's the there's like the um it's like we're Neo and we're looking at the Matrix and we're seeing if what it is now, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's hard, even if you're trying not to, it's hard not to see the formula, right? Because we've experienced it before, right? It's like you, 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 you so you see that you see all the beats. It just feels familiar and familiarity is not exciting, right? So well, it's, it, there's a point where it's always going to feel familiar because well, the, sure. the, you, and you, know, is, you, you have decades of, of character history uh, well, that that, that's right, and, 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 and again, this gets back to you know the, the the comics industry wasn't built on the premise that the same guys would be reading these characters for thirty years. That wasn't the idea. Right? The idea right. was that that every few years a new cycle of younger people would come in to read, and it would be new. So if they told a Spider-Man origin story every three or four years, it would be cool because that would be the, someone else's first Spider-Man origin. Promise is now we're all reading it over and over again, right? So that that's really I think an issue. And I think with events that the you know I view events now as basically a shuffling of the deck chairs to set up for the next year of status quo in the broader universe, right? Like with AVX, something's going to happen, whether it's you know whatever the it that they're promising is going to happen that will lead to a year's worth of stories in those books, right? Like whatever that status quo may be, whether it's that mutants are you know back prolific or whether it's that. You know, Cyclops is a big, you know, whatever. I have no idea what, but whatever the the conclusion is, that will have some impact on the next year of status quo, right? I mean, that's the- it's it's a catch twenty two, isn't it? Because they they've um, earned their reputation based on certain characters, but they're 
perceived as boring because they're dealing with characters that have been around um, for for decades, and it's the characters that gave them their reputation. So it's uh, how do how do you break away from tradition and still retain? Yeah, we're Marvel. We're the guys that published Spider Man. I mean, you can do it because, like I said, I mean, I, I thought like Hickman's. FF issues that, you know, after he got wrapped up his big story and the last few months he's just been doing like little one-offs. Like, I thought they were terrific. I mean, there's this one where where uh, Johnny Storm has moved in with, with, with Peter and like, and it's, he's just driving Peter nuts, you know? It's like it's like an odd couple thing. And, uh, you know, like, like you know, he walks in to, he goes to open his closet and like the negative zone's in there, you know? And he goes in his bathroom <laughs> and Niles, Niles is on the toilet taking a crap, you know? And, um, you know, there's a scene where, where uh, uh, um, uh, Johnny's uh, implying that he just banged MJ, and you know, but they're doing it. They're doing it just to, just to, just to f with with, with yeah. Peter. Better Peter hit the clinic. I don't, I don't even think I don't even think the supernova flames are going to burn that stank off him. All right, stop. So you know, the, he walks in from a long day at work, and 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 the house is full of big party, and it's like like all different like people from like you know like random characters, including like. Like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, and uh, and uh, like a female Yondu, like the female, like she's like all up on Pete, you know. Like it's it was very funny. It was it was clever and cute and a one off and funny. And like those are fun to read, you know. But the question is, it's like you know, the, the, it used to be again if you were you would like read them all and and you'd kind of come to the conclusion like sometimes an issue wouldn't be that great. But these days people are so trained that like they're just gonna like drop a book like ah, I'm I'm gonna drop it for a while and then you maybe you come back to it like maybe your friend says oh you know it's FS been good you should give it a try. But you know it's not like pressing anymore, so you may not come back to it. You may, who knows? Um, I'm telling you, there will be less reader attrition if they stop publishing the damn books in a 20-page monthly serialized format and tell complete stories every other month or every every. Th- you know what I mean? Like cycle your publishing output where this month you publish Amazing Spider-Man and it's like a 64 to an 80. 80 whatever page story like maybe a four issue limited series right get, well, I mean I know a- you say that you're not the first one to say that but like what evidence do you have that that's true because anthologies buying, or, buying monthly issues is here. a friggin drag I'm not saying an anthology just publish even if you just want to do Fantastic Four tell a tell a complete story in in three four issues and just publish that a one, a one, not a one shot, but even if you want to do it in, in, in succession, just publish that. This monthly 20 page bullshit that's been going on for decades. The, the average reader, I'm not saying average meaning average comic book reader because we've been trained to buy like this. People outside the hobby look at that like, what? Really? I just want to read. Why do you think the trades of the walking dead sell so much more than the single issues? Even though they're serialized, right? Because people want more. Your 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 layman wants more than twenty damn pages of a story, especially for four dollars, right? Yeah, I think the price has a lot to do with it. I mean, I think the price is a gating factor for for new readers. You know, I do. I mean, I just uh, like I said. I mean, my cousin is fourteen now, and he likes comics. Like I've given him many comics over the years to read. You know, and he likes them. But you know, he's thir- He's fourteen. He he doesn't have a job, and he you know he can't. You know, he can't like to him four dollars is like he can't you know that's not happening. Yeah, you know? it's it's okay to say goodbye to a format. Like, I I'm I'm not about to fire up the Super Eight projector and watch all my Castle films. You know what I mean? There, there's video now on demand. Okay, you can get it on the internet, right? right so, so there's the convenience for that, and 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 people are buying their books digitally. But I mean, as far as abandoning a format that is so familiar, just 
having I mean you get your books delivered to you every month so it's not mm-hmm. like you're, you're going to the LCS and oh alright I get to the but car I do. Drive. you still do I mean I, I love getting little... my I love getting my shipment every week dude exactly so it's I like it. and there's I mean there are st- I mean I, I love the books I love that sort, I still even, have yeah even though I have a big Regina Paul I love every couple weeks sorting through it and make re-alphabetizing it and yeah, and I, I, that still makes I'm me happy. I'm not shitting on the yes. periodical. I, I I love comics, but I've loved comics for decades. I'm just saying, maybe it's time to look at other options, right? Well, I think again, I think you're you're seeing other options right now. I think. Uh, I, I mean, but what about I, I the think, season one format? The season one is a done in one. There you go. That's out. cool. But I also think that digital is changing the paradigm. Yes. You know, just look at every other digital revolution. People poo poo. The significance of digital, and then all of a sudden they wake up and it's like ten times larger than they thought it would be a year later, and that's happened with them. I mean, you know, it wasn't long ago we were saying, "Oh, digital's five, six million bucks." It's, it's, what is it? I think, guy, it's like on its way to what seventy million dollars this year. That's yeah, a lot of it's money, con- dude. It's, it's right because it's convenient, and with a couple of exceptions, uh, it's it's affordable, right? For the most uh, part. Well, I mean, it, it's, you, you can no still get stuff for price. a buck. Well, you can still get books for a buck ninety nine. You don't have to get them right when they're published, right? You know, um, so it, it's, you, it's, I we, think I mean, it's but more. We get our, I mean, I get my single books. I get my print books for a buck ninety nine, right? Like, I don't. I mean, I don't pay three, four bucks. Well, right, but you know, uh, I'm. I'm. A lot of people aren't into the, or, or aren't savvy to the whole. You don't have to pay the price on the cover. How are many they? people? I don't know, dude. Amazon I, seems to do pretty well. I I say, are they? Well, well, no, right, right. Does, but does I, anyone? I, does anyone on the earth buy comic book trades at full cover price? Seriously, I mean. Well, what happened to? Well, obviously they want a business, but like I've seen people buy comics at books a million, and they're they're paying oh, pretty pretty all. close. Dude, to, you're talking about? I mean, that's a that's a random chunk of. I mean, like they, the majority they, they of people that are regularly a, buying comics. How about Toys not, R Us? Toys R Us have comics now. Who again, the hell buys them there? Tiny, tiny channel. And yeah, and I mean that's an impulse buy because a kid is getting a to- an action figure and he sees. Right, but what I'm saying is there, there are Mommy, Daddy, can I have some, that? I mean, that's not... some people buy them that way, right? Some uh, some people also, like me, spend $2 at a bodega for a 20-ounce soda every day, even though I know I could buy a two-liter bottle for half the price. I mean, that's, Dude, that's, not, that's a convenience factor. Why do you do that? Factor. Why do you do that? I buy five of them a day. <laughs> You're making my skin crawl. You know you can get it cheaper. Why don't you just bring Dude, the bottle of work I with spend- you? Fifty dollars a week on a twenty ounce bottle of soda. You're killing me. That's so it's foolish. Like I'm a, it's like I'm a chain smoker and I don't smoke. Ah, oh, it's foolish. I, it's I so foolishness. Foolish, I know. And it is foolish. I tell myself, why am I doing this? But then I'm like, I need my Dr. Pepper. I'm a diet Dr. Pepper. My DDP. No, we are creatures of habit. Yeah, you it's like Diamond Dallas Page. I need my DDP. DDP. You got to get yoga up. The uh, but I mean, as far as I was saying with 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 avoiding news and and the solicits and things like that is it it it's i just i like giving the creators the well not i don't think benefit of doubt is the right phrase but i just i i want to respect the story they're telling and i don't need to find little i don't need to know what they're planning on doing i'll just i i take the package at face value whatever happens between those covers that's what i want to experience and i don't i i don't want that spoiled from from outside sources almost impossible these days i don't think so i gotta say like i 
Plus, I'm sorry. For people like I've been able to like I'm so I'm I've been pleasantly surprised the last few months how easy it's been for me to avoid most major stuff. Right, but you're not going on the Twitter for the most part. I've seen you on the Twitter. I'm just Uh, not. uh, Like I'm just not. You know, pay attention. That stuff, you know, I'm not like I'm not Mm -hmm. looking for it. You know, right. And I, I just it's it's I'm not. You know, I, I. I know kind of who to who to avoid. We'll say. I mean, because I I know, and I was I was I was right with Jason. It was a Sunday night, either this past Sunday or the Sunday before, and Jason tweeted, and I was just like, for real. He was like, well, I guess I kind of have to stay away from Twitter on Sunday nights during new Breaking Bad episodes, and it's like, <laughs> oh, somebody spoiled it. Real, don't say, don't. No, it's just it's ridiculous. It's like it's like I just saw this. I need to let the world know I, I saw it on the Twitter. Like, yeah, no, it's I like, dude, just I don't mess around with Breaking Bad. Nah. Like four of the first tweets in my stream were talking about the episode that was just happening. And As I'm like, it was what? happening. Yeah. Like, dude, I mean, come on. I mean, what? So I just... So no, I can't, I can't have that. And that's why I'm able to just say, okay, unfollow. I just, I don't, you know, you can tell whoever you want to tell. I don't need to be part of that circle. And I'm, I'm yeah. uh, you know... No, I'm, I, I'm with you there. If somebody spoils Breaking Bad for me, I'm going to unfollow them. I don't care if it's my mom. <laughs> it, it, I, I would un- well, Dude, yeah. your mom's on the Twitter? <laughs> yeah. The digits. Yep. So the... Grandma uh, might <laughs> What is this thing? But as as um, I see but, Jesus. Like Jason was saying, no, it's 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 not it's not too difficult to avoid spoilers. But I mean, if I'm reading shit that came out like five years ago, anything anybody wants to talk about now, by the time I get to it, it it's not going to really be newsworthy anyway. So Doug I'm, Ramsey. I'm, you know, I've also kind of come around to the David thing. Like, like I used to make fun of him for this, but I got to give him his props now. Like, no, no, no. In the sense that uh, it's it's easier to, at least for me, to read stuff like on my own time. In the sense that, like, you can, it's easier to judge it for what it is. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like if you if I like I just read you know, ten issues of Uncanny X Men. It's so much easier to judge them for what for what they are. Than if I'm talking about them as they come out and 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 how they oh, tie into the the for reals. Now what is that? You're you know? reading and, and, and you're that, reading that, trades, but trades. you're buying I mean, them in are, chunks. There are lots of comics where, like there there have been hundreds hundreds of comics in the last few months that I've caught up on that have just been like I almost forget that I read them. Like I, I couldn't. Yeah. Think, like, and 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 in a way, it, because I'm such a creature of habit with buying these books all the time every month. Reading them in chunks like this has made me like if if like with Captain America like it's like I I read like two years worth of Captain America in one fell swoop and and I I, I can't tell you what happened like like so a month later I can't even tell you what happened there, there so that tells go. me like okay I don't need to keep reading Captain America like it's just exactly it's, if 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 you read two twenty four issues of it in one sitting so it's like four trades and literally a month later I cannot remember enough to tell you if you were like what happened I couldn't remember enough to tell you then it's just not it's not floating my boat enough to carve out a piece of my mind ergo why am i reading it so i dropped it you know it's like okay i dropped it it's fine but see the thing is they already got your money now they got your well, money for, and that, for that's two my fault, years right? that's it, my well fault. no it, it no, is no, your it fault no you're right it is your fault but if it were published in a thicker no it is you, know, published. you, you could buy the trades you go away for, i mean marvel puts yeah. out every Marvel's Why don't not you DC. Buy trades the, the, the second the, the, the arc is done, a trade's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah honestly, God, DC is yeah. like what? It's That's so why when you said, "Oh, I'm, I'm still reading DC," I'm reading the trades. So you read like what two DC books a year? Honestly, God, 
I, I, I just got the trade uh, for, um, what the hell, Animal Man in my last box? I'm like, really? <laughs> really? And is it just like issues one through five? Yeah, it's like one to six, I think. <laughs> what the hell? It's like in a year. It's already been a year. It's... They just they just solicited the trade for, and I, I know Jason's going to groan, but the Dead Man thing, the, the DC Comics Presents, Oh yeah. Just just Which is, oh, oh, see look at that. Look at that. That's 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 synchronous. That's um that's that's full circle cuz that that's what we were talking about earlier in the episode that we'll talk about offline. Uh didn't they release OMAC today? The trade for that? Yeah. I think so. Or yesterday rather? Too little too late, right? <laughs> Those eight no, I definitely I definitely think DC has a a, a real Odd way of of doing business as far as uh, you know collected editions go. It's re- and and if if the latest solicitations are any indication, I think they're archive editions, whatever they call those those archive editions. I think they do call them archive editions, Monica? right? They're like seventy four bucks now. Are you serious? Yeah, wow. the, the, there was one one in the previews. It was seventy four dollars. I don't know if it's a longer, uh, a thicker page count or, or or whatever, but like it's yeah, it's a seventy four bucks. Like, oh man, forget it, forget hmm. it. They're not worth that. But anyway, let's get happy. We gotta talk about some you know, happy stuff. I got, all right, check this out. I'm drawn. This is this. this so there is you go, Bob Gar. This this is something where uh, that that. Love you. Maybe Jason. And I can can take team. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if Vince heard it because of the subject matter. But it is. Um, I I could not. I could not put this damn book down. It's it's digital, oh. so I could not stop mm. swiping my screen. I bought it at the top shelf sale a couple weeks ago, a couple months, uh, about a month ago when San Diego happened. I think I bought it, and um, and I mentioned of the top shelf books I bought that night. This was. In honor of Jason, um, and it was a not so little book called Super Spy. Yep. Yep. Oh, nice! This thing, dude. This I think after some time has passed, I could see myself maybe a year from now going back to this and reading it in order of dossier without because as, as if you yes. read it page by page, there it's it's not linear it's all over the place and right, right. and i love that about this and i think i want to see if i can you know like the special edition of memento where you can actually watch it linear i i want to see if if it um because the, the story is still the same but i just if, if there'll be if it might lack that that specialness that the way can presented it this way um but i mean there were little things where it's. It, it, I didn't know it was just going. I mean, I bought it without reading the the jacket cover or anything like that, so I didn't know it was mm-hmm. just basically you know World War Two and and um and that. I mean, I thought Super Spy was pretty much just going to be about maybe one character, and and I love. I I had the chuckle at Super Spy because when we see him again towards the end of the book, he's like, "Oh, my belt is reinforced," and I'm and and any and then the sniper hits him and it's just like poof, mm-hmm. and it was and but I Spoilers. can't. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. There's well, it's poof. I'm not saying what happens, but um, there's. Uh, I I can't wait to dig into the lost dossiers. I I, mm-hmm. I um, I'm, I'm definitely gonna because I, I bought them both at the same time and nice. Um, but this was just. I mean, it, it's there's there aren't too many uh, happy endings. But again, I mean, it's the subject matter, it's the setting. You, you're not gonna get. 
too many um, smiles in a book like this. Yeah, but I, mean, I just think that I mean, you, well, again, people know I'm a humongous Kent fan. Uh, I just love everything about what he's what he does. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, I mean, Super Spy is such an achievement. I mean, it's 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 52 short stories that you know are like little vignettes, but they they all tie together. You know, yes, that, that, that's impressive. That's and 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 people, I think people that don't, Kent is a, he's one of those guys that like he's very. If you've ever heard him interviewed or, or met him, he's he's very very meticulous about every aspect of his creations. Um, like to the point, I mean, he designs the the he designs the covers, the trade dress, he does all the graphic layouts, the design, he does the fonts. Like he's. He's 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 even said he's he's even acknowledged that it's you know it's almost problematic like he's he's a control freak about it, but uh, I think it serves him so well you know I mean I just think that uh, um, he owns his works lock stock and barrel and they just they feel so complete because of it like it's just it 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 I don't it's hard it, Super Spy is the first thing I ever read of his um, and. It still may be his strongest work. I mean, you know, obviously I loved Three Story. It was my, it was my, you know, graphic novel of the year that year, the 11 of Oscars. Um, I thought The Tooth was awesome, but, you know, that was really a collaboration with Colin Bunn. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, he did Two Sisters first, and, and Two Sisters and Super Spy are basically in the same universe. But Two Sisters was like really un, unread. He hadn't really gotten his name out there yet, but then it's since reprinted it. So I would highly recommend that anyone who enjoyed Super Spy. To pick up two sisters, okay. um, but uh, I mean the dude is. I think he's one of the better storytellers of of his of his time. I think he, you know, he is. Uh, he's meticulous. Um, there's not a wasted word, wasted page, and uh, he he. I think he strikes a nice balance between the short form being satisfying, but being able to make the long form equally satisfying. I mean, I think that's not not easy to do. You know, I think that's. Uh, that that's a hard thing for a lot of people in today's day and age. There's there are there are over thirty five different stories in 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 Super Spy. It's 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 over three hundred and twenty pages, and any one of them could almost be just a little, maybe just a, a, a primer for the world of Matkin. But it's it's they could pretty much be standalone, just on their own. However many pages, whether it's three pages, six pages, or, or or twenty pages, or however long the the Cairo Nights, I think that was the longest story in in the book. Um, but they're they they tell you everything you need to know inside those little chapters, and mm-hmm. um, and like you said, I mean, as far as long form, I mean, when you see how nobody's nobody's really forgotten, nobody is. I mean, the person you see one dude maybe parachute out of a plane and if he decides to go live his life and you think that okay you know he's i'm i'm not doing what they train me to do or i'm just uh, this is me now and then you know and 75 80 100 pages later if you see him again it's like you're just like okay i i and and that maybe that that, that maybe me just plowing through it maybe that was a benefit because i didn't have a chance 
to forget anybody. I'm like, oh, it's the pipe man. Oh, it's the shark. Oh, it's everybody who and 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 I was I was surprised in almost every story. I didn't know where he was going. I didn't know what to expect. This goes back to the whole unpredictable thing. I don't mm-hmm. I don't need to know that. Yeah, Batman's going to beat the owl. I, I obviously, but here you don't know who. I mean, all I'm as I'm flipping the pages, I'm like, just please, please let Anchovy. Just, just let him, let him live. I'll just, I'll be happy. I don't know if anything's going to happen. Anybody else? I just, I'd want to see somebody just make it out of here. And, and I just, I, you know, you latch onto a character or two, and you just, you, you hope for the best, and, and, and you can expect the worst because like it's World War Two. But there's, there's nothing. I, you, you, it really is. It was a roller coaster, and, and in a good way. There wasn't. I, I'm, I'm very happy that 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 I read this. I um I will now get three story because I I haven't read that yet. I have the tooth on the nightstand next to me. It's 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 going to be bumped up to uh further to the top of the um of the pile. But I uh I really I, I didn't know what to expect and, and I'm I'm just I really, really enjoyed it. I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I, d- I mean yeah, I, I, times two. I, I Kent is uh, he's he's amazing, and, and it's you know he hasn't really broken into the you know some of the other like indie darlings of that same era have have kind of broken in big to the mainstream. You know, um, I mean Lemire obviously Lemire and yeah. Kent are good buddies, and he you know they're but but Lemire being the probably the most obvious example, but uh, but uh, Kent um, he's he's made to tell his own stories. I. I um, you know, I know he's done a few things for the for the big creators and uh, or the big publishers, but uh, I don't know. He seems to be just so at home in his own his own worlds and um, and three story and, and and the tooth and mind management are, are are different genres. And it just seems like this is a genre where he he's really at home. And, and again, I mean, between Super Spy and uh, and, and Two Sisters, I mean, I, I think I'm a, I'm a, I don't remember offhand how big that Two Sisters is, but I think between them, I think it's like. 550 600 pages of stuff wow you know and uh and uh it's um yeah it's it's really really impressive i mean you, for those that don't know his artwork uh yeah he, he's he's definitely got i guess you know you'd say like an indie sensibility i mean he's yes not, you know, yeah he's very distinctive he's got his own style and it's uh it's it's it um i don't know Vince, you're always good at describing an artist's style like how would you describe kent's style like how would you what would you say it how would you best describe it do you think hmm that's a good question. I could definitely see the books at home at at Fantagraphics if Top Shelf weren't publishing them. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, It's it's one of those styles. It's like it's a, it's, it's, it's like a thumbprint, really. Like when, clothes, right? Like it's 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 got that. I like was it's, of, yeah, it's I nowhere was, near as tight though. But yeah, I know right, what you mean. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Right, but I mean, it's it's got that. It's like a thumbprint. Uh, mm-hmm. Once once you like Lemire, you 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 see an issue of Sweet Tooth, and uh, for better or worse, you're never going to forget it because that is Lemire speaking on the paper, right? Well, Kent's kind of the same way. I, I think he is very uh it's a it's a very expressionistic style. I have to admit, I'm I'm not all that well versed in Kent. I, I, I don't have uh three story. I don't have um uh the the bo- the books you're talking about. I don't even have the tooth. Okay. Well yeah, it, I, it, I mean Kent I is very like he's 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 um he's he's economical at times. I mean he, he 
I would even go so far as to say some of the pages where it's like a lot of different, you know, panels or grids, it's, it's, it's almost like stick figures. Not quite, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, they're not, they're not hyper detailed figures sometimes. I know people know. are digging the mind management. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah, so good. I yeah, know. it's so good. But, uh, uh that's a, a black, uh, a blind spot in my, huh. my, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm disgusted that I, I can say that, but. It's true. I, I haven't and, and sampled all that much, Matt Kent. Some of the stories look like they could be right at home in in the newspaper as a four panel strip, and mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and there are things, and there's no, um, it's there. There's no static format. There, there, there could be one chapter where there's 16 panels on a page, and there are other stories where you know you just. Like like any of the stories that have to do with Polly, which is a children's book, and um, and it's it's laid out that way, or, or looking through through codes in a comic strip, and there, and it's not like aside from when you see Super Spy, there really aren't too many um, non. Well, even even back then, I mean, it, it, there were things that that were going on where you might find hard to believe that that they could do these things but um it's really not so much about um the spies arsenal it's it's it really is it it's about the people who um who get recruited who who become spies who get trained and and whether um some of the stories were just i i the, there were some that uh you, I'm trying not to spoil anything. Uh, the one where all the old man wanted to do with his life was to be a spy, and he finally was able to um, help out the government. And 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 it's just and it's and Ken's style, his art works, and in a way where um, you might have to go back. And see if 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 what if what you saw actually really did happen. Like 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 was this dude really swimming in the water? And 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 it's and but it really it's it's a book that and I don't know if a lot of people are, are big on on the subject matter. I'm not I'm not a big war buff. I'm not. Uh, I'll I'll watch some movies. Um, haven't seen. A whole lot of episodes of Band of Brothers. I can only get through so much of, of Saving Private Ryan, things like that. So the the war aspect of it, I'm happy that we don't see a lot of um, guys in 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 uh, in uniform and 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 storming beaches and things like that. It's 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 um it's unique i just there really is no other way i i, I can yeah i mean right this is more like the espionage that's taking exactly. place in like yes. cafes and like office buildings and alleyways this is you know stealing secret codes and and getting information out of across the border if like, you like the born yeah. identity you probably like this yeah yeah i think that's fair or if you like spy versus spy yeah how could you not like spy versus spy right i know and he he tells he tells stories from from both sides really it's it's not yeah, like yeah it's exactly just, yeah. It's, it's well you know it's it's extremely difficult to do a 
a, a short done in one than it is to do a you know a twenty four issue maxi series, right? It, it the, the short stories are hard to write. So if you're saying there's how many fifty six? Well, the between, between two sisters and Super Spy, there are fifty two interconnected stories. That's oh, nuts. Okay. That's nuts. Yeah. I gotta try this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I mean, to each his own. I mean, I know this isn't exactly your 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 top tier genre, so but it's art is though, right? I'm learning that. Yeah, but well, yeah, I mean, but you know, yeah. comics are art and stories, so that's just because you know. Yeah. You can come over and look at my Matt Kent commission if you want to just look at the art. There you go. <laughs> the um <laughs> Baller. <laughs> did um and since I, I did buy this off Comixology, there was um they uh was they given special if you bought I know Jason will love this, if you bought Scott Pilgrim, they gave a uh for two bucks. You got the uh, you got the code to upgrade your version of Scott Pilgrim the color. That's awesome. Oh well, no. I, as a matter of fact, I have the uh, the first color hardcover coming in my next shipment. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. They. Uh, I think. Um, I think it was Bob Gar who who mentioned that on on the Twitter, and uh, he. Twitter. Uh, if if yeah, so if you bought Chowda. Scott Pilgrim, then uh, Comicsology sent you an email letting you know that you could upgrade. To a uh, to the color version, nice, cool. Yeah. Am am I uh, the only? Like, be honest. Am I unique in in my love of the Transformers? Like, you guys really don't care, do you? Just be honest. Uh, well, I I wouldn't say it's high on my I, my list of things that I I like. But the last yeah. time I read Transformers was when it was issues. 20, 30, 40 something of a four issue miniseries. So, yeah. I haven't read any of the stuff past Marvel. Well, no, the, you, you well, ever... the last thing I read was the uh, the, 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 the Guido Guidi stuff because you were raving about it oh, back then. And, and uh, so good. I thought it looked beautiful, but but the stories didn't grab me. But see, that's the thing with Transformers. You got you guys like, like Pat and myself that just absolutely love Transformers. Chris Campbell. Yeah. Chris Campbell. And then, and then, and then there are people who are like, eh. But it's like that with GI Joe, right? Like, I mean, it's I, true, I, I mean, right. I love the GI Joe, but but a lot of people are like, eh. I mean, it's. I have a hardcover here. It's called uh, the Matrix Quest, and Simon Furman wrote this too. Uh, Dwayne Turner like, does you, an issue. Furman, Furman is to you like 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 Larry Hama is to me, right? Like, right, like, exactly, yeah. right. Dwayne Turner, David did an issue. It's it's horrible. Really, it's horrible. Uh, wow. it, it's it's like Sinkevich who goes in uh, like a bull in a china shop with very little regard for the um, the series on which he's working. Like Bill Sinkevich is going to be Bill Sinkevich no matter what he works on, right? Because mm. he's Bill Sinkevich. He, uh, he he's earned it, but um, to a certain extent. But you get Dwayne Turner who goes into a series like the Transformers, and it's it's way too gritty for Transformers. It's too dark. Uh, it's too scratchy. Um, it's it's just not what you would expect to see in the pages of the Transformers, especially when the issue before it was done by Jose Delbo, who is a <sighs> phenomenal artist. Right? Did the Beatles' Yellow Submarine it has has such a clean, distinctive style um, that 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 not only suits the the uh, the series on which his work he's working, but it just plain looks good. Like you got these guys who just come in and just Barrel through. I'm gonna do it this way. F it. I don't care what I'm working on. That that speaks a lot about your artist too. 
You know what I mean? Because mm. Sinkevich, let's be honest, Sinkevich does that all the time. Does not care uh, about the books he's working on. He's Bill Dam Sinkevich, and he's going to bring that Sinkevich sensibility to whatever he's working on. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Right? Right. So there you go. I don't know why I went into that little tiny, but uh, Jose Delbo, oh, dear God. You would almost think this one issue was done by Steve Ditko. Like uh, ghost, ghosted by Ditko. It's it's mm-hmm. that close. the 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 language is is Ditko, but the the lines are are Delbo. Nice. Enough about the Transformers, because you know what? We are at the end of our rope. What? Yeah, the end of our run here. What? We 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 are currently at bada bing two hours and two minutes, which oh, means force crap. Yeah, it's time for your travels. Force crap. You know, thank you for being here because this episode has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at Wumba discounts. And Wumba is translated into way less than retail, 35 to 75% off your uh, favorite funny books and collectibles delivered right to your door by that costumed custodian of the United Parcel Service or FedEx as it's been going lately, but it doesn't matter. You get them. You don't have to leave your house. In your travels. Wow, let's see. I'm I'm currently halfway through this. I don't even know if you can get this anymore, but I was going to talk about it this week, and I'm going to save it for next week, but I'm reading something called Captain Long Ears by Slave Labor. Remember Slave mm-hmm. Labor? <laughs> Remember? Yeah, once in a while they publish stuff. They, I think they do mostly digital now, but... Um, this book is written and illustrated by Diana Thung, T-H-U-N-G. It is wonderful. Uh, just if you can, if you can find it at your local shop, go out and get it. We'll talk about it next week. Captain Long Ears. It's by Slave Labor. It's a hundred and, wow, it's over a hundred pages. Square bound graphic novel and it's only twelve ninety five. So bring it. I think you can get it digitally too. Let's talk about this next week. Anybody out there? Do it, Captain okay. Long Ears. Go get it, Captain Long Ears. Uh, it is well now. It is the second Wednesday of the month. But what um, what came out last Wednesday when we were recording that I forgot to mention. Uh, In your travels, third issue has come out. A uh, hundred and sixteen or so pages for one ninety nine. Double barrel number three. Keep wow, they about are spitting nice. those things out. Oh yeah, my yeah. goodness! You Kevin Zander. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Kevin Cannon Zander Cannon. Uh, not related. They still doing heck and still doing um, crater. What is it crater? Uh, see. Renee just walked in the room, so I completely. Oh, she knew. Yeah. She she flashing. <laughs> she. <laughs> I, yeah, I will. I will tell Jason. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Is, yeah. Um, you have uh, <laughs> at Crater, Crater fifteen. Um, and there's also uh, let's see, Q and A as usual. Everything I know about storytelling, I learned from Star Wars. They talk about um, the original trilogy episodes four five and six mostly uh but it is um in in this installment of heck uh he's kind of um switching things up a little bit elliot who was hector's not really his best friend in high school kind of like the hanger on um who in the first chapter 
you were kind of annoyed by him. In the second chapter, you kind of figured he got what was coming to him. And in the third chapter, you realized that um, you maybe should have been feeling sorry for him all along. Uh, so basically, Xander is kind of flipping the script a little bit on 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 who's who's the likable characters and who isn't. So it, it again, it, it ties into my whole unpredictability thing going on for this week that I got. So um, and and Creator Fifteen the the story of of army shanks and i love i love sound effects that are actually well onomatopoeia you know he goes and 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 he slashes somebody with a sword the sound effect is is slash or it's up a bag the sound effects is grab i mean it's so simple but it's so I just, effective isn't I, it i love that yeah and, <laughs> and i mean it's it really is and and they're having fun doing it um top shelf is really i mean it, it this is only, this is digital only. So it's not like they have to reformat it or do anything. It's just it looks sharp as it is in Comicsology, and it takes up the entire screen on the iPad. So it's not nice. like it's not like a, a, a Marvel or a DC book that you're getting digitally, and and there's a border around it. It's it's all right there. It looks it looks really good. And again, it's still one ninety nine. Um, you really it's over 100 pages i it, there really is no reason to to not give this a shot so you do get more than just those two stories they just seem to be having fun and you can tell that because this is a labor of love that um it really does come through the screen yeah hey let's remind people that if they um were wise enough to uh buy that uh what was it the Ryan Estrada um Oh, the whole story. The whole story bundle that uh, mm -hmm. was disgustingly... Uh, well, it was pay what you wanted, right? Yes. Yes. Well, if you uh, bought into that, and you should have, the extra added features are now available. Like the whole documentary things that they did, and the, mm -hmm. the, the you can you can go in and get those now. But David probably knows more than I do. Um, I, I, I just know that they're wonderful, and I haven't made it through all of them yet. But it's so good. Good stuff. The uh, was it? Um, I did read. Oh, was it? Was it the first one? Was it? Was it Fusion? Oh shoot! One of the Fusion ones I read, and I absolutely loved it. I need to get back to them. Yes. Yeah, well, there's a lot of pages. Was it 800 and yeah, uh, 40. I read. Uh, I have them marked in uh, on my machine. You know how in in uh, OS. In Mountain Lion, sorry, you can tag files with different colors on the Mac. Well, when I when I read them, after I read them, I tag the file names with like a a, a green color, meaning I, I read that one. It's done, mm -hmm. right? So I read uh, uh, Heart of Stonework. Oh, I started that one. Oh, uh, so damn good. It is good, it God. Is. But master, yes, pupil. It's like, oh, it's good. It's yeah. good, Mister Box Brown, right? Yep. Yep. So yeah, wow! I I just got real tired real quick. Hmm. How does that happen? I don't know. Jason hasn't just, gone yet. Chris, I know it's true. Well, what what is Jason going to bring us in his travels? Well, in your travels, I want to take you back to a little place where anthropomorphic ants rule the, the roost. Wow! Oh. I want to go back to our our buddy Julian's uh, webcomic Ants, which is uh, found at Ants A N T S. Dot Julian Lytle, which is Julian J U L I A N Lytle L Y T L E dot com. He is on 
you know, we we're always praising or saying the need for consistency and for regularity. Julian today put out the 253rd uh, uh, of the series, 253 nice. uh, so far, and and I thought it was good to call it out this week because it's a it's a standalone, it's a PSA. Julian yeah. gives a little PSA today, so I'm going to read the PSA to you to, uh, to to give people a little flavor of what we're dealing with here. So Julian's uh, he's got a message for us. He says, "Hey, what's going on, true believers? We're taking a break from the regular to do a new ants PSA. It's been a while, so bear with you, boy, over here." Today's lesson is about what is hating and the difference between good hating and bad hating. So first up is that good hating. Sometimes people are out there confusing critique with hating. See, critiquing is having a well-thought-out reason for disliking or liking something. This should be celebrated because it can make you more fire. Like a critic reviewing a film shouldn't be demonized or threaded because of a well-reasoned dialogue of some iciness level of something. Now we get to bad hating or actual hating. See, here's how it goes. This is just dissing something, just for dissing's sake or to make you feel better. Going around just saying something is whack or I don't know, I'm talking about a young Olympian's hair after they've done one gold medal <laughs> by being awesome is hating. It helps no one really. It's like that Fox News swag. <laughs> but, there is, but there is one thing to take from bad hating. It's a great gauge of how icy you are. The more you got, the more frozen you are. Don't be a measurement for someone else's iciness. And with that, my people, we out. So cray. I mean, cray cray. <laughs> uh, you know, Julian is. Uh, I love this webcomic. Uh, it's 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 hilarious. It's witty. It's poignant. You know, it's 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 timely. Like he talks a lot about like modern culture issues that are like happening in the media at the moment. Um, and Tuner, I mean, that's no, that's dude, that's that's you know, Tuner. 53 episodes. I mean, that's, that's, that's an a, that's a 300 page book right there. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of that, I mean, I've been bugging Julian to, to, to maybe get up on a, a, a Kickstarter campaign. So hopefully he'll, he'll think, consider that. But, uh, but props to him. And also to, uh, Kickstarter shout out to our, uh, our boy Alan. Nice who's, segue. Uh, who's, who's, who's Kickstarter, the power principle, I think has a couple weeks left. So if you, if you're thinking about supporting it and you haven't had a chance to do so, you know, no better time than the present. So um, join me, I guess. And uh, I'm, I'm a backer, so join me in, in backing it. And uh, I know it'll make Alan a very happy young young man if if you support it. So. Yep, I'm gonna back it too. Yes, indeed. Do it as soon as he gets that time machine and goes back to C2E2 and hangs with us. Remember how we wasn't hanging see, with us? We would we would have gave him money right then and there. I, I would have gave him at least ten dollars. That's right it. Like, <laughs> you could have talked pretty, about it on the ride home. Have to hang out with Alan. Nah, hey, make you make your bed. You make your bed, man. Do you see how upset, <laughs> how, how upset Tony Fleeks is hearing that we're all not going to be at New York? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's like, Jason. He was. He said, yeah, he got on Twitter. He said, like, oh, my, boy, my boy Pella Pella out in Cali getting married. Some of us are going to be in New York. Yes. We're only going for like a day, though, right? We're still yeah. going to be there. Yeah, it barely counts. Oh, my Barely goodness. counts. And for those that aren't on our forums, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, everyone wish Vince a happy belated birthday. Yeah. Happy belated birthday, Vincent. Speaking of that, so for, for those still listening, because I know most people have probably turned this off already, um, I have a, and I know Vince is excited, I have a Jim Calafiore commission coming my way. So I would love for people to pop on Twitter at, uh, at J, J-A-Y-B Wood. 
or come on the forums and uh, give me ideas for what I should get Jim to draw. Should there be a I'm hashtag? Open, uh, open-minded, so. Hmm? Do a hashtag so you can find it, you can easily search it. Yes, MC Search. So do uh, hashtag, let's see. Dude, stop. Oh, that's rough. No, do, uh, like, uh, do, uh, like, uh. I'll take that out. Cali Kamish. C-A-L-I Kamish. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's going to take it out. People are going to be like, why was Vince Vince Bizzle is awful. I'm not. Vince I'm is not. an awful human being. Julian was talking about me, wasn't he? In that strip. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were hating. So you're, not, you're not icy. You're not icy. I am icy. Nope. Because I don't hate anything, really. I just like busting balls. I don't know about that. No, I do. I like busting balls. For a guy balls. who says he doesn't hate, you hate a lot. For a guy who says you don't get jealous, you get jealous a lot. Yeah! What is this talk? Oh, snap. Real talk? You weren't jealous get... of the Simonson book? All of it, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, that's real. That's a real <laughs> gift. See, but seriously, though, that's what I was... That when, when I was leading into the whole born again book it's like like i said you could have you could have some some high you could have some issues that i wish i had in my collection or or you could have a piece of original art but for someone because a book like an artist edition is available for someone for me to know who has that and i don't i i wouldn't want to hear about it so yeah i can i definitely get why you know someone yeah. would like you have that, huh? That's great. Good for you. What, what else I had to have on? an intervention with my boy. I, one of my boys, uh, one of the football guys, uh, Cecil Lammy. He's also a comic book collector, and uh, he uh, he he tweeted he tw- he tweeted that he uh, he thinks his wife is getting him a a, a CGC nine point eight copy of Walking Dead number nineteen, the first appearance of Michonne. Okay, and I was like, dude, we need to chat. I'm like, what? What do you like? That is a colossal bad investment. Like, waste the, like, waste of money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going for like, like if you go on eBay, like I don't know if people are getting this, but like they're they're asking like seven, eight hundred bucks for that thing. And I'm like, dude, like <laughs> you could buy like some John Buscema comics for like that shit. Like you, yeah. like nine point eight. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't need to be buying Walking Dead nineteen. Not that no. There are like going to happen million, in October. There are four million copies of that book out there. Like between not the comic itself, but I mean like collected it you know you that is not a rare thing to have like you could argue the single issue may be a little rare because it may be sold five six thousand copies but still most of the copies that are out there are in mint condition you know what i mean like like there's not there's Mm -hmm. not a scarcity of high you you go on ebay right now there's probably 10 9.8 cgc of that comic which means it's not rare at all you know so like and and in two to three years let's be honest i mean it's going to be worth less i mean yeah yeah, it's worth what it is now because everyone knows Michonne's the new character for season three. That's but, what I'm saying. And, and so, what what's going to happen once we get to season three? And and she's not the mystery anymore. It's like that, that yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, the money just, will be made by then. So well, well yeah, people, people don't care. But I mean, now that he's got, now that he has this nine point eight of this issue, it's not like it's going to go up in value. Yeah, hey, now that you got that kind of money to pay for that, then I got real issues with with with, with people buying highly. Like slabbed modern books, like they're, they're yes, not, yes. Like like the, the it's 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 just a fool's errand, I think, because it, it's it, sure maybe there's not a ton of slab nine eights out there because people don't get their books slab, but I mean literally, like I mean I, I I would imagine 
of the thirty thousand cop or of the four hundred thousand copies of Walking Dead number one hundred that sold, like three hundred thousand of them are nine sixes or better, because people they bought them, put them in a, a fucking sleeve, and and they're yeah. gonna have you know what I mean? It's yeah. like they're they're not rare, you know? No, but there are a bunch of new collectors uh, in the hobby because of that book. Like, speculators, dude. Well, right. Okay, speculator collectors. So well, think a, lot, a lot of those books are in the hands of people who don't normally hold comic books. Like right. Walking Dead 99 sold, what, like 35,000 copies, give or take? And 100 sold 400,000 copies. I mean, yeah, that's the, that, that, those are people speculating. Those are people that bought Spawn number one, you know? God bless them. God bless those people. Well, like I was yeah. in Baltimore. I was in Baltimore to, for business, and, and I was having lunch with a couple guys, and uh, they know I do the, the podcast. You know, they're not into comics, but then they know I do the podcast. And they were asking about it and stuff, and just telling them how you know how just tell them like some of the stuff that we're into, and and then the one guy goes, "Yeah, did, didn't, didn't some like Walking Dead comic just come out that's like worth a ton of money?" <laughs> and like you know, he just must have read that somewhere, like you know, some paper. Like yeah. he just like, and and I was like, no, I'm like, no, I'm like, Walking Dead 100 came out, but it's, it, please, I'm like, anyone that's paying for it now, you, give it a year or two, you'll be able to buy a a copy of it for right. for cover price. I mean, it's, but that just speaks to the way things go uh, to the people outside the hobby. Like he thinks it's valuable, and you know, those are a lot of the people that are actually buying that book. Oh, that I have. There were people at work who were like, "Oh, so 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 Green Lantern's gay, right?" So that that, that dude that they made the movie about, he, who's he's gay? gay. It was Alan, Alan Scott. Scott. But it's like, but but when they just oh, say that Green Lantern's right. gay, they're gonna think it's it's the dude from the animated series or the cartoon, and it's right. like, no. what's so. the deal with the uh, the the current Lantern thing? Like, what's causing a fuss now? Because I, I I read I didn't get into well, there's a new one, right? Baz or something? Is his name Baz? Yeah, he's got like a, a mask on, like a. Okay, like a, and that's who, that's who yeah, that is on the, on the front of that that multi. Uh, it's like a a quad image that they all f- fit together. So what's? I have what's no idea. It? I've I've I haven't read Green Lantern since. Uh, yeah. well, at least he has, he has to be co-signed. Yeah, no, I just I I don't know. I haven't I haven't read Green Lantern since like the shortly after Blackest Night. Wow. So I don't know. Okay then. Hey everybody. Yeah. I yeah. think we I think we overstayed. And then on a high note, yeah, it's good. Talk about That's right. We love you, and we will be back next week with Mr. Neesman. So uh, please join us, same uh, place and same, roughly the same time, which is any time you want to listen to it, really. Uh, see ya. Yep. We love so, you so much. Tell a friend. Yeah. I do. Yes. And uh, if, if you would be so kind. Uh, how about an iTunes review? Because we haven't gotten any in about, uh, well, in, in, in more time than I'd like to pass without a review. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, if you can give us a little, uh, little, uh, thank you or, you know, you suck and whatever. Just, just give us a review. Yes. And tell a friend. Yep. Don't tell them we suck though. We don't yeah. suck. Let, let them come friend, to their conclusion on the road. That's right. Let your friend find out that we suck. Don't, don't, don't spoil it. No. No, so and like our Facebook page too. We never talk about our Facebook page. Ooh, we have one of those. We have. We well, have I'm back group, on the yeah. Facebook, so I'm trying to pimp it now. Yeah, I love why it. are you on the Facebook? I love it. It's I get my, my phone blinks and and I get a little message saying, you know, Jason updated his status, did this, posted a photo. Am well, I an administrator to our, our 11 o'clock page? If you're not, you will be. Nice, because I want to get up on that. I'm gonna blow that up like my pager. Oh boy. <laughs> It's like, it's like from Casino. It only accepts one number. 
it'll be when that when I call. That's right. So do that. Do that. Do it. Do, do that. If, do that. If do you want to do, do that, that Facebook that. thing, go ahead and do it. But and we're all on Twitter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Vince Pond, JB Wood. Loves me the tweets. See Neesman. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can find us. Mm-hmm. You can spoil shit, so I can follow you. Oh, and for all you fantasy people, if you're having a draft tonight, Ryan Matthews is out four to six weeks with a broken clavicle. Yikes. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Oh, gotta adjust my rankings now. Good night, people. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Get to hang up like football talk. Right. Cools. <laughs> so stupid that I laugh at that every time. We, we love each child. Goatsy like mask. Except maybe. <laughs> hey, Goatsy! <laughs> Don't look it up. No, do it. It's staring into the mouth of infinity. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs>